Margarito Podcast Network presents Chicano Chafo Tomando Chelas Chingando Tacos Having some fun Chicano Chafo All kinds of masa Chicano Chafo Ramon del Guapo He tells good stories Let's interrupt We will Chicano Chafo We love our fans We hope you like this If not, oh well Oh well Hey, Rasa What's up, man? This is not Ramon. Oh, shit, hey, what happened to here, Ramon? Here eh? to talk to you about Manscaped, como dice aquel. <laughs> <laughs> the summer's coming up. Be like my homie Aquil Pinchy Bundy. And fucking go get a little shave down there, no? Keep it fresh. <laughs> you, well, don't, you don't want some crusty guamaros? Kind of like me and the homie were talking about, way. You know, you, know, you don't want it too long. You don't want it too short, way. Wait, we're talking about hair or what are we talking about here? We're talking about hair, way, wherever <laughs> you, you have it, way. The little machine will take care of it, way. <laughs> Go to Manscaped, get yourself the little performance kit, como le gusta el Ramon. Mm-hmm. Comes with the little fucking uh, lawnmower 4.0, the little cremita, a little deodorant for, for your guamaros, and uh, some other little cremita que I don't remember, but I like the little cremitas, wing. Hey, man, uh, wedding season's coming, dude. So if you want to crash a like, wedding, pick up some hot chicks. You know, a lot of women don't like hairy dudes, so it's good to get tip-top magoo for the season and... Uh, Start picking up on them, dude. Yeah, well, for real, dude. I mean, like our dads fucking, yeah, was, they didn't know about trimming it down way, porque they just went salvajes, way. Yeah, my dad used to use my mom can pink and finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that. what are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, get a little aerodynamic for the summer, way, yeah. for the pool, for the Palm Springs, for Vegas. Well, you'll think it's later. Yeah, wait, I'm sure. You, you'll, you'll think it's later in 10 years when you end up with the wrong girl because you met her at the wedding, three kids. You're not enjoying life. <laughs> Como dicen los politicians, bro. Clean up the swamp. <laughs> Get your manscape package, a lot more 4.0, weed whacker for your nose and ears, pelos that we were talking about earlier, way. It's pretty nice, except like we said, it'd be nice if I had a little setting for, for length. Yeah, we're going to talk to the president. Right yeah, now. bro. Yeah, and now they have the beer hedger that obviously I use it way. That's the way. I'm, I'm I'm in a little project right now, so he he's he's trying to see if he can grow in the patches way. So yeah, I'm trying to get a glorious beard. I'm not sure way, pero because Ramon's not here, he knows all the stats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go to Manscape, support us, support Manscape sponsors, get twenty percent off and free shipping with the promo code Chicano Shuffle, one word, and Manscape.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscape.com. Use promo code Chicano Shuffle. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Oh, shit. Jeez. Bold statement. Unlock Jeez. your confidence. Does that mean if, if you drop the, the drawers away and you're fucking 
matching up, up top way or clean you got clean lines on your face clean <laughs> yeah. line on your guamados way yeah. no you're ready it, it, it no it shows you take a little pride you take yeah. a little responsibility for yourself you yeah. know yeah which sometimes you may, know may, people lack when. maybe it'll translate in other parts of your life right you gotta start somewhere <laughs> it, it, it's like that it's like that one dude that says fucking you know fucking wake up make your bed every day type of thing you gotta keep everything trimmed up way yeah, i know you do eh? but you, it, you, it, it sets you on a path no you never know when you get called to service <laughs> <laughs> even if there's lack of service at least when you encueras in el baño way yeah it looks nice this is this is definitely a draft you don't want to dodge guys <laughs> yeah or, or, or like ramon says way uncover that extra half inch two inch <laughs> come on dude we're mexicans we're we fucking who we're playing with here way <laughs> And then when you're fucking out there también, güey, don't forget your house of chingazo shirt. Ramon's not here. He's the one that's always sporting his fucking yeah, shirt. No, pero, yeah, I got my Maria Sanchez shirt. Pero también, you can use the same promo code, Chicano Shuffle, one word. They got Raza shirts. They got cool shirts. I have the Jesus spreading his arms saying, disappointment, all of you. Oh, I, I saw <laughs> so someone that, else too posted that. That's that, always that, a that good shirt. conversation starter. People like that one, <laughs> It's a nice one. I got the Diablito one. Ramon has the Gordito. and uh, So look what we just did here. We Not only did we provide you guys with tools that are going to get people looking at you because you're looking sharp, but then you get a fucking shirt that's a fucking conversation starter that breaks the ice. I mean, what else do you want with? That can lead to you showing off the fucking, the trimmed up swamp. And it also can lead to a shitty marriage, so be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are, these are dangerous paths. Hey, no, we got to keep them, we got to tell them what, what can happen, wait, because I don't want no emails in 10 years saying, because I was shaved and I had a fucking, how's a chingazo shirt? I'm fucking, I'm miserable now. Hey, it, it, I mean, uh, I would I would argue where you don't surprise your your fucking Mija with the with the manscape thing because then they might think something else is going on, way. So what you do is you you first shave your fucking hairy ass fucking nuts with the with the longest one, and then that way in six months you pro progressively yeah, lower yeah, it. It's lower and lower, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that obvious that yeah. that you're trying to put some work on the side. No, yeah, you're not. You don't belong to the streets. So. <laughs> you should involve her in the process, though, man. Like maybe oh, she can shit. shave down for you. You know, yeah. Fuck, a little yeah. help would be nice, but right. I don't think they're all into that way. <laughs> because when you get that down to the taint you can't see that part so you, you need help no. wait wait who said that was that the feet fucking talking <laughs> who, who said that those, those shoes over there on the chair we got a special guest today I, i'm sure you guys noticed by this point that ramon's not here but uh we had the the honor to I, fucking have uh one of our uh what, what do you call a comrades what do you call a person that's in the same comrade i always almost uh, we're, we're russian right here. <laughs> what, what do you what do you got what is do you, a former soviet a union compadre, a, a, a fellow peer fellow uh southern podcast californian peer. uh podcast peer uh Jericho from ask the fellows oh thank you for having me man What's i appreciate up, you guys having me man i feel a little special here today dude, you should feel special <laughs> <laughs> you're stepping in for ramon man. That's, that's dude a, the, the 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 crazy part is that to we usually we usually pretty on anyway i mean there's little things that happen fucking that you know cable gets you know i forget or we need to lie something always happens but dude we've been starting this episode for literally two and a half hours at this point <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not it's not a good look for our guests um, yeah, especially making, a fellow peer <laughs> that's what i was telling him you don't think we got our shit together go, go with those guys eh? yeah. <laughs> Let's check out the Conesos, güey. Esos güeyes fucking también atrasados. 
house. But you know what? We had a really good conversation in the last two hours. I mean, we could have literally said, hey, I'll see you later. Thanks for being here with all yeah. the content that we fucking pretty much recorded that nobody heard. Yeah, so we'll see how long the battery lasts on this. <laughs> oh, shit. There's still something. So last time it cut off like the last five minutes. So yeah, I mean, we'll see how much Jericho has to say. With. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not a lot, you know, because huh? I don't want to reveal too much. You know, I mean, you, you have a really interesting podcast, dude, because... I'm always intrigued by, you know, Miss Mystery, right? Like, mm -hmm. like that we talked about the neighbor in Home Improvement that the show from the 90s that Wilson, Wilson, that you never saw his face. He's always uh, peeking over the fucking fence like like a fucking weirdo. And then when he was in the frame, you would have like a mug or something covering his uh, his face. So it's really interesting that, that you guys um have like um very private like you're able to kind of pull it off right dude has it been pretty difficult have you, have you felt like you kind of maybe from a marketing perspective that it's like you can't really get out there as much because it's you limited yeah. what i mean like you guys i think we wish we can do like live events where we can meet our fans and if we, even if we don't have any fans if we, we want to see if we can we have any out there that are real because what if they're like <laughs> fake you know like fucking well, you met ramon <laughs> yeah ramon comes over all the time he's real but does he have a key already because he always asks for keys right away for real so right here he's like hey we need a key yeah. but it, it's it is difficult not not being able to get out there uh because you know you want to you want to be able to interact people people want to know that you're real yeah you know like you guys man i, I wish i could even like do half the things you guys do like right now if you guys are watching uh we, we have a camera on because we're, we're showing uh, the patreons but uh, Jericho, you could only see his feet in the frame. <laughs> so, well, I let mean, me double check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably exposed. <laughs> let me double check that we haven't fucking burned him. No, no, so, no. so he's he's got kneecaps and shoes. From right? the angle I got on him, he's got particular wear on the heels. So I mean, maybe that'll put you on blast, bro. Because I've never seen wear like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're gonna fucking yeah, but they figure out everything in the internet way, dude. So they're gonna go off the fucking angle of his shoe way. They're gonna figure out where we're at and everything. But for the most part, dude, you you guys um you guys have a good little community going on over there, right? With the Asa fellas. Yeah, I think uh like we get a lot of lot of comments, a lot of people kind of reaching out. And and most of the time it's uh people that that have been either depressed or they're they're sick in some way. Like we have people that that have reached out that they have to go through dialysis or, or cancer treatments. And they kind of always thank us for entertaining them and kind of like allowing them to forget. And that's the thing that kind of gets us the most that that we feel like we're we're contributing in some way that we're not a serious show. We're just fucking bullshitting, talking shit. Kind of like if you're out having a, a drink with friends, that's all we're trying to do. Just kind of like, you know, share some ideas and share some fucking laughs together, you know? And uh, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've mentioned like the origin story, but how did, how did, what was the whole idea from the, the, like the beginning of ask the fellas, like how did everything come together? I think we had a friend uh, named Danny and he, he, you know, he liked talking about movies all the time. And I was, you know, we were trying to figure out like, well, we should do an internet radio because that's back in the in 2004. That was like the thing, you know, everybody had an internet radio station, but all they did was play music. I was like, we have a huge uh, base of like people that we know through. You remember the AOL days? Like we had a bunch of friends, right? Hundreds and hundreds of friends across the country because of our fraternity and our organization. And so we were like, let's just promote it through there. 
And then little by little, uh, we started gathering all the equipment, went to fucking thrift stores and got mics and from Target and shit like that. And then we just got together and, and started an internet radio station. We would record, not record, we would just uh, stream live for about four hours. What year oh, was this, dude? This was 2004. Oh, shit, bro. That's, and, a, that's a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And then we, fucking four hours. And we would just promote it through uh, the AOL. And then we we take little breaks, like every hour we take little breaks and we'll just play music while we kind of like regroup and get, you know, go to the restroom and stuff. And then we did that for about a year and a half and we forgot about it, but we recorded a lot of it. And then I started putting up stuff on, on iTunes and we got a shit ton of downloads. Really? But it was like unlistenable stuff. Like this thing was, <laughs> our show was horrible. Was it the same guys that are in NASA It was or? pretty much the same guys. Yeah. Mm. But we, we really didn't take it seriously back then. And then we started the show uh, back in 2017. And um, little by little, we started figuring out like, what do we want to do? We don't want to do a show. We just kind of want to do a round table. And we just want to talk and laugh and and that's it. That's all, you know, the, the name asked the fellas was like, let's ask questions and let's just fucking answer them, you know? Now, now you said it was horrible. Like, what was horrible about the show in the in the early days? Well, think about this. When you're 18, 19, 20. <laughs> yeah. Full of cum. And, yeah. <laughs> and you're just talking wow. out of your ass. You're, you're talking to like, no one. And, you know, like, we weren't even talking to each other most of the time. We were just kind of like answering questions the way that we thought you know, was intelligent back then. Yeah, because you're 18. You don't know shit anyway. You don't know shit. <laughs> but the funny part is you think you know everything. Yeah, yeah. they're answering questions. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would get like callers and they would fucking talk on the on the radio. And that was unlistenable too because, you know, it's un, un, unintelligible. But you, but you know what, Jerky? We're our worst critic, man. So, <laughs> I mean, you say it's, it was unlistenable, but if you guys had a response, like, I mean, that means yeah. that yeah. there was something there, right? You had callers, man. <laughs> yeah yeah but no if i play if i if i upload those you guys will you guys would understand uh -huh. that thing is it was terrible what did, what did you think what do you what, from the early days um what, what do you what do you think resonated with people that you got a nice little fucking following from itunes i think a lot of things were the the, the, the rawness you know like the genuine like when we were talking we were just kind of just talking out of our ass and it's just a lot of people they you don't hear that much. Those, yeah. yeah. They don't hear that much from like regular like shows. They're more curated. They're more, you know, polished a little bit. Um, like as fellas, I think is a we're trying to be a little polished. We're trying to sound like a little more professional, but at the same time, like we hold a lot back. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we can relate to that. It can, can, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if we just said everything that came to mind? Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, it's, it's when it's out there, it's out there for life. Yeah. I mean, the reality, now, yeah. the reality of things is that most people have thoughts like that. Dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't, it's, it's pretty disingenuous for somebody to say like, well, I don't think like that. Come on, dude. Everybody, Everybody has mm -hmm. thoughts that it's better kept to yourself yeah. because yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to, but that's how society works. No, yeah. that's how society works. Yeah. I mean, there's free speech, but yeah. like that doesn't protect the backlash of really? what you say. Cause, cause by yourself, you're probably not ashamed of those thoughts. Right. But yeah. if you get into a certain group that has like certain, like they, they move a certain way, like a different way, you, you're ashamed of what you're saying or, or you're thinking Yeah, by, mm -hmm. you know, by like being in a different group. Yeah. So like, you know, you've always, you, you've been in that room where, you're the oddball, so you just mm. keep your mouth shut. It, um, it's, it's like that. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, I mention it all the time, but we all have different, like I say, voices for mm -hmm. 
where you're at, where you have like a voice with your girl, you have a voice with your parents, you have a voice with this group of friends, mm-hmm. this group of friends. So like you already censor yourself, depending like you're saying around who you're around with, like what you know them to tolerate, you know? Yeah, that's a I good mean, point. I mean, I, I don't know if this is a compliment or a diss way, but I remember at least me way being pretty disappointed when when they actually revealed Wilson towards the end. <laughs> I was like, that's the dude? This yeah. whole time? And can you imagine so, us like- yeah, maybe staying. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine all of us kind of like showing our face? Everybody would be like, that's what they look that's like. That's what they look oh. like. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I thought maybe well, yeah. it's gonna pass like this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. SK, you know they 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 make it so mysterious that mm-hmm. you you kind of make this 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 fucking suspense in your head. Like, what does this person look like? I mean, that's that's definitely it's good, it's good marketing way. I mean, well, it, it's it's one of those things where like um it 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 creates a certain mystery because sometimes it is disappointing to see like people that you listen to like. You know, it goes back to like the the times where you started as a fellas, which which is back in the I would say early two thousands, right? I mean, Tom Likas was like one of the big dudes around that time, even earlier than that. But when I saw Tom, I was like, wait, what? This is the fucking dude. <laughs> that guy. This is the this, pimp. This fucking guy that gets all these chicks. What the fuck? What am I doing wrong? Mm, <laughs> yeah, that was all suspect. Right? That was very suspect. Right? I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Who, who were like your your when you guys started that? Who were like the people that you looked up to that kind of inspired you to do that? Was there anybody like when you guys first started your little radio station or show? It, it was uh, Kevin and Bean. I don't oh, know if you guys ever remember Kevin and Bean yeah. in, in, in L.A. El pinche desmadre, yeah. K-Rock, man. So they were, they they weren't um, like polished. They weren't professional, but they were entertaining. Back, yeah. back in those days, back especially. Back in those when, days. And they, every, everything that they did, it was a, like, you know, like a little bit of, of, I don't want to call it a tradition, but they did things constantly enough where you identified that with the show, you know, and it, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. They had Big Tad. They had uh like at the end they had uh the the Dave the the Me- the King of Mexico King of Mexico that doesn't speak Spanish yeah right? <laughs> but, every, but every little thing added, super Steve Flores yeah. compa también hay but shout out every out. little thing they had added to the show yeah you know and then people like would kind of parrot all that shit they they they'd always mention all the little intricacies of the show yeah so and I think ours when we started we just like every little thing that we did. It was just subconsciously, we would just do it over and over and over again, where people started identifying uh, the show with that. Like Bartles will say something stupid like the people. And all of a sudden we just started, kept saying it. And then people would tell, like they would fucking like yeah, leave us messages message, yeah. with the people. And you know, that kind of like, it started feeling good. Yeah. So like the more that we did it. <laughs> we, we know that feeling. <laughs> we know that feeling. But then six months later, they're still with the same jokes. You're like, wait, well, we moved on from that. <laughs> like that was cool six months ago. <laughs> and then we started putting Barlow's in the closet as a way to kind of tell people like, dude, what, what you're saying is fucked up. Shut the fuck up. And but it's funny. The, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we but, like but, it. Keep going. But don't stop. But don't stop. <laughs> but there's an Amazon gift card for your uh, <laughs> for your troubles. For your <laughs> <laughs> but the closet was a way for us to tell them it's not cool what you're saying, but keep keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So you know, it's, it's it's it was funny to us, and then we f- we were surprised when people thought it was funny to them too. I mean, dude. I mean, I, I can't really remember life in those days but i know now i mean i'm sure you guys see it with your listeners and even like the females that 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 um that give you guys messages or feedback but there's there's something there's something lacking in with like male figures right dude like the society as a whole i mean there's, there's a lot of males that and i'm not trying to like complain that it's hard being a male but it's hard being a male <laughs> 
I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of shit Sounds. out there. No. There's a lot of shit out there that there's a lot of guys that are lost, dude, and mm-hmm. and females as well. But since we're talking about males in this particular conversation, it just seems like there's no direction from like a younger generation. Have you guys been seeing that with your comments and stuff? Absolutely, not with our comments, not with our listeners, uh, but we see that a lot on Instagram. He says, "Put a macho guy." Yeah, yeah, put an alpha. <laughs> we, we get a bunch of alphas and also fellas. <laughs> but man, like anytime that we see <laughs> put a macho chingado, and you'll see those those videos like something as simple as a uh, a young lady walking up to a guy and kind of like hitting on him right and he's like right away freaked out and you know like she's like hey you know you know you want to go out get something to eat and he's like freaked out like where's the camera and everybody comments in a way that like yeah like what the fuck that's fucked up that's a fucked up thing to do she's making fun of him and all this stuff i was like look in my fucking day a girl comes up to you and and says like hey you want to go get something to eat you're like you're like, hell yeah, let's go. You know, yeah. even if it's a fucking trick. Hold on. Let me run to my car and get my Manscaped kit. <laughs> <laughs> but even if, if if they're trying to make fun of you, you flip the script on them and you, you're the one that's in charge, right? Like, yeah. because obviously she's showing interest and you're going to show interest. You're not right away freaked out. Like, okay, why is this girl like, why does she have the pants on? And, and I'm not, I'm supposed to not do anything about it, you know? And they, they are. People are afraid to take initiative of... of well, I mean, like, I think we live in a time where, like, not not just the news, but everything moves so quickly. Where, like, before, like, we'd get transports that lasted mm-hmm. a little bit. Even, like, for guys, where, like, how you pick up, how you approach girls kind of, mm-hmm. you know, subtly changes. Now, like, everything moves so fast. Like, what's, what's okay today, fucking next week, you can't do anymore type of thing. So, I think mm-hmm. it throws guys for like a like a spin no like you don't know yeah this week what's okay and the the thing about it is that it takes so much courage for some man to go up to a woman and then when you finally get courage you're like dude you don't do that anymore that's old oh fuck i've been working on this for fucking two years and now it's like whoa what are you saying bro like it's hard to keep up with i mean not not to say any of it is right or wrong boys that's a whole other thing no but i i see how kids like young kids boys would be confused way if everything just constantly changing i think the right way to do it Honestly, is like you you give yourself value, you know, like you learn things. Well, that's the hard part way. You started right. with the hard no. part. <laughs> no, but like look, listen, like mm-hmm. if whatever it is that you do, you do it well. You know, and you mm-hmm. and you you build yourself up that way and you you know, you you become a good person and you you know, you get the right morals and the right traditions in your life and you you be, you build yourself up. And then everything else should be easy. Otherwise, like if if there's a if you if you're lost you look lost as a guy and you're walking up to a girl and she's going to be freaked out like who is this guy and why is he talking to me yeah. but if you have that confidence enough to just you know just to open up the conversation with in not in a creepy way I'm pretty sure it's not that difficult. I, I've been out of the game for fucking fuck, a long, long time. Man. You, you fooled me, bro. <laughs> but the thing is, that's what it Let was. Let me tell back you about then. my days, son. <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> Asi, Asi, but back, I, back in my day, we would whistle at them when they were walking by. <laughs> okay, I never did that. You know what the weirdest thing was? I used to when we used to go to Mexico. Um, my cousins would be like, "Hey." Oh yeah, dude. And, you know they would like yeah. the girls would like that back then, but yeah. I found that so weird and kind of disrespectful that yeah. I never took that approach. But I mean, some would argue that did they really like it? I mean, some there's certain certain characteristics that I sometimes get into these conversations with Mike. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
why why do you freeze like fucking if you don't like something say something like mm -hmm. i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of reactions from the outside that people react a certain way because mm -hmm. they just don't want to cause any problems but in the inside it's like they're not really um i think people should just be more honest with each other uh, man. absolutely man if you really don't like it you should you should say no yeah. that's not cool yeah. you should look around uh, look back and say like hey don't do that yeah and then just keep walking but because, i mean i mean i mean i mean we talk about it from a male's perspective from a, a woman's perspective i think that's that's even harder way like when you like the whole thing that happens like with the bosses and mm -hmm. yeah. the, the even the comedians all the they, they got in fucking trouble way there's a whole other dynamic going on there pues you know be, between our side and their side way yeah of course mm -hmm. and I, i'm sure it works the other way too way there's there's dudes i mean but we just don't take the guys when the series i wait the pinchy the violo esta señora ay fuck estaba buena like it's like a whole other fucking thing it's way. different i mean yeah. I, i've not not to like really but i've i've been sexually harassed by female bosses before what then, yeah it's uncomfortable really yeah, yeah i mean I, I get the female perspective was she hot I mean, she wasn't hot. That's, that's probably it. You why see you right were uncomfortable. You see right away. No. <laughs> I'm saying that yeah. it does. It would make you uncomfortable. Yeah. For sure. I mean, to some, maybe she was hot. I mean, we have different, different. Yeah. Very, right, very true. Yeah. But, but, um, but no. I mean, I, I get that side. Like, it is creepy, man. I mean, it is like, wait. I'm just here, especially if you're at work. I'm just here to try to fucking pay my bills. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is for you to fucking make, make me feel uncomfortable yeah. like that way. But, but that's you, what I'm saying. So sometimes it's not as easy just to to no. say, hey, no, no me gusta esto. No. You should Pero, definitely try to stay in control though. Like as as a man or or a woman, like if you're being hit on and you're not and you're not comfortable with it, remain in control and don't don't give them the power to to decide I, what to do next, you know? I, I like yeah. I like the jerky fucking you huevudo aquí como hombre. He's like, "You know what you got to do, bro? Take First control. you got to fucking find your value." <laughs> Then you got to get confident as fuck. Yeah. From there, the world is your oyster. It's pretty pretty simple, right? It, it just opens, it's pretty easy, it, it right, opens up opportunities. That's all pretty, I'm saying. Some would say it would take a whole lifetime to even understand the first thing you said, dude. That's what I'm but he's like, after that, world is your oyster. Fucking jerky. I'm, I'm just saying, like, find something that you're passionate about and then build your yourself up from there. You know, we, yeah. we all have bubbles, friendship bubbles, and sometimes we see life through our friends and it's just that's what we know. We, mm -hmm. we interact with some people and it's not really like uh, you don't really get into deep conversations with most people. It's already small talk. How's mm -hmm. your day going? Everybody's good. According to when you ask people how they're doing, the fucking world is good because everybody's always good. But like, did you did you learn anything like as far as like what people go through by doing the podcast, just listening to oh. people that you didn't think that people were actually dealing with you like that? Because we get into a little bubble, dude, and sometimes we don't. Definitely. Sometimes we re really don't know exactly how it is. But is there anything that kind of stands out that you're seeing like a correlation between people that that are that people go through that that's that's kind of interesting to you? the the whole depression thing that's that's new to me i i don't i don't see that side of people most of the time maybe because when i carry myself like when i'm when i'm in front of somebody i'm i'm always upbeat and happy so maybe that kind of like raises their their you know their happiness i don't know what what to call it but like they they just seem happier um but depression is is something that i I don't see like I, I don't see that side of the world oh, you know yeah. yeah but another and another way not that our, our our listeners are like this but we are like to i tell this to all my friends we are very isolated from bad people from evil people because we don't associate with people that are like you know like let's say criminals or just plain evil people that would do some 
nasty shit to to people. You know what I mean? No, I, I mean the only criminals I know are the people that use fucking uh, bootleg programs. For <laughs> I mean, those are and they're nice people. I wouldn't say that's a crime though. It's definitely a crime. That's 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 a, that's a gray. That's area. definitely a, there's they, no gray. That's a gray. Area. They're great people. They bring well, gifts. They fucking bring joy to the room. But they're not hurting anyone though. They're not. But hurting they're confident anyone. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd say if you're hurting someone, maybe. But I, I don't know. Uh, Adobe doesn't get too angry about it right they don't get hurt (laughs) it's like sex sex work is work (laughs) so yeah like i being being isolated from bad stuff is probably the not not that it's the best thing to do but for sure it's a it's a protection that you do for yourself you know did you ever go through depression or just something that you don't remember what it was you know i i don't know like you know we all grew up we i grew up in south central right and a lot of people say that it was kind of like a depressive state. I didn't see it that way. I think the way that I grew up, my mom was mostly an always very positive person. Mm. And she was like, whatever it takes, we're, we're going to get it done. You know? Um, and that's, that's, I kind of, that, that's how we grew up. You know, uh, when I grew up, we, we owned a, a, a duplex and my aunt lived in the front we lived in the back. My grandma and her and my uncles lived in uh, the garage. And then they built an upstairs for the front house for my cousins. So we were always like this little village, this little group. We're all our own little gang. And from right, what right. I, since I remember when we were kids, we were very happy kids. You know, we, we had everything that we wanted and we kind of looked out for each other. When, it talk, when we're talking about a family, we were like a real family, you know, because we protected each other. Um, from everybody. It didn't matter who. Literally, because you've told me that your mom knows MMA, right? Man, my mom, <laughs> my mom, my mom, she, she would say otherwise because her knees aren't good anymore, man. She, she had to have a, two, a double knee surgery because of her MMA days. So, so, I mean, that, that's let's, why she let's, perfected her ground game. Let, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> let's put it into context. Like, Cherokee's mom is a fucking MMA fighter, dude. Her her knees are fucked up because of <laughs> her fucking say, yeah. battles, dude. To, yeah. to put it into context, her <laughs> so, knees are so, fucked up from her MMA fucking training. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she would take shit to the ground. It, it, it wasn't because she was sitting in the chair sewing for 12 hours. Each. She was kicking some ass. She dude. was kicking some ass, man. Ever, ever Since I can remember, she was fighting somebody to the point where at the end, she was fighting her own mom and my aunt, which is her aunt, you know, and we're talking about she grab hair and she wouldn't let go using sticks, using feet, using oh, everything like possible. Little fighting, 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 fighting. And we were living right across from each other, man. And even in those days, there was no fucking depression, man. It was just kind of like, hey, that's your, that's your pedal with my mom, not me. So me and my aunt were cool. <laughs> you know, she still cut my hair. Because hey, she was threatened, dude. Her, her life was in danger. After you guys are done with that, can I get one of those tortas? <laughs> now, Cherokee, what, have you ever gotten into it with your mom? Like, why it would made her that way? Like, that's, that's fair. It's, we were, when when that's you told me this, dude, like, we were shooting the shit on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we, were have, we had a really deep conversation that night, I remember. And when oh, you were telling me that, I was like, dude, that is so interesting that your mom has that, that just that fire. Like where, mm-hmm. have you asked her where that came from or how does that? Well, we were talking about it on her birthday and we were, I was laughing my ass. I wish I would have recorded it because this was the funniest fucking thing. And we went fight by fight since we were kids and everyone remembered all the fights and everything. And then she started going back and she was telling me that uh, her uncle, 
um he was you know shooting the shit with some friends and she was playing with a little girl and the little girl tried to snatch something from her and my my mom pushed her right and then her dad the little girl's dad pushed my mom oh shit and then my mom told her uncle and that's and her, her uncle was like a skinny you know not not so imposing man but the guy the other guy was he's like i forgot what the the word was but he was like a big fucking burly dude and my uncle went and protected my mom. He's like, what the fuck was this? And then my uncle kicked his ass. <laughs> oh, shit. And my this mom. Mexico, I'm assuming? Yeah. And my mom clearly remembers that. It's like, oh, man, tu, tu tío se lo fregó. Like, he wouldn't stop <laughs> until somebody stopped him. Holy shit. And man. then um, and then that was a story that came out of there. And then from there, like, it just became her whole MMA days. Because she, I think she was also saw where um where where like other people were fighting and she she was like kind of like protecting them you know and then another story was like but she thinks she got her fighting days from her dad because her dad was like he was the nice my grandpa the nicest guy but tampoco no se dejaba mm. you know what i mean that's a good that's a good uh mix right bro it's a well-balanced yeah. kind of life or personality yeah because like if, if you're a pushover people are going to keep fucking with you for sure dude and he, he there was a story where i think my grandpa was uh i don't know what happened because I, I they did tell me but i don't know what happened but a guy started fighting him and my uncle he was like no 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 like i'm not gonna fight i'm not gonna fight and they pushed him too far where I was like, all right, what's up? And then they they started fighting enough where like the guy was almost kind of like incapacitated. And my 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 grandpa took out a knife and said, fuck it, I'm gonna end this here. And my uncle, as a little kid, saw that and she he was like, Roberto, no. And he looked back at the little kid and then he puts his knife away and then just gets up and leaves. Otherwise, you know, like he could have been a murderer. Yeah. You know. That's crazy. Um, but uh no no se llamaba este Pedro but after that a lot of stories but a lot of those stories came out and she she just says I think I got my fighting spirit from my my dad even though like when she was little I think um well it sounds like those are all around her too like you're saying your tío my tío your, your my grandpa yeah and like my dad's the only one that's kind of like he doesn't fight he like you can push him push him until it's too late you know but he won't he won't engage in a fucking fight unless he's trying to protect somebody now, now growing up dude was that something that the neighborhood knew like that's why you guys had like a kind of i would say according to you or what you're saying a pretty Jerky peaceful dressing. kind of upbringing <laughs> was it because you, they knew that your mom didn't fuck around like that ah uh, no nah, she she pretty much kept to herself in the neighborhood yeah. i mean in the neighborhood she was probably not the strongest person if you know what i mean like our neighborhood was it, it was rough man. yeah i get it dude there was a lot of rough uh individuals and she she knew she knew her place yeah. basically you know like she knew not to fuck with people and that's what that's that's the thing that taught me too like hey as long as you fucking keep to yourself and don't fuck with anybody no one's gonna fuck with you that's true yeah. and and that's how we carried ourselves in the neighborhood and and that's how we stayed safe too would you say that your mom is like your your, your most like strongest like inspiration in life like she was the one that kind of molded you to the person you are today absolutely we share that we share that in common and and it's it's kind of crazy because based on the personalities you wouldn't think that we would attribute that to a, a female right mm -hmm. based on how society is 
But I also have a strong mom, dude. And, and, and I feel like, I don't know if you agree with this, but you talk about depression, that it was something that, that you weren't really like, you, you never were around it. Do you, how important was your mom in your life for you to not have those negative emotions growing up as adults? Oh, 100%, man. 100%. It's, it wasn't even a case where she allowed us to be sad. Everything was like, everything's going to be all right. You know, no, no, no hay mal porque bien no venga. You know, like anything that, that goes wrong, don't worry about it. Something is good gonna, is going to come out of it. You know, and then my my padrino had sayings too, you know, like, ah, aquí, hay, para todo hay remedio. Oh, Menos la pinche muerte. Oh, Ramon's shit, in your family too? You know, holy <laughs> shit, bro. You know? But for some reason, when, when he says his family, he's saying, I'm picturing a fucking knife or something while they're saying it. <laughs> machete or it's something. Not, it's not like they're eating that, and it's calm. I, that, no. that yeah, he's sharpening the knife or something. That big old boy knife they wear on the balcony. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> or he's eating a fucking a mango with a knife or something. <laughs> no. something something's going why on. Why he's telling you this one? Yeah, why he's telling you. He, he's breaking walnuts with the back, the, the butt of the knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah like, man but it's it's i mean these sayings you hear since you're little kids so you kind of like it's your mantra almost you know mm -hmm. you 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 grow with these ideas and it's true you know like any anything that crosses your way you can you can overcome it you know even if you have to go through it a little while it does it doesn't last forever mm. but I don't, I don't know i i would i, I would argue too that the, the, that doesn't always stick though like what you're saying because my mom is like, like you're saying, like, well, she's not a fucking MMA she's champion, MMA. Like, <laughs> pero she, she's always been a very positive person. Like, you fucking, yeah. she's, como dices, like, she, when she's around people, she always tries to be positive, even around us, which is always yeah. trying to be positive. Even when, like, bad things are happening, she's, she's actively, you can, I mean, you can tell, she's trying to be positive, make a, mm -hmm. spin everything in a positive way. The silver lining and things, right? I, I would argue que no se me pegó as much as that. <laughs> that. My dad's a pretty, like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know fucking like his inner thoughts, but he he gives off a very confident, very fucking masculine, very, I see like fucking, y también, like he has that attitude, like when he, I mean, he, he's always been kind of a business dude, but like even when things go bad or a deal goes bad, he's like, well, I mean, we tried, it, this time it didn't work out. Hopefully the next one fucking we do better, you know, like I lost fucking money on this one, but hopefully the next one. So he, he had that little, little bit of positive and that confidence that the next one fucking will make up for it or whatever. And maybe that was like five business deals down. But like I, I would argue most of those traits, like I got a little bit of them, but todavía me pega like the, the depressions and all that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I would argue I'm more pessimistic than like my mom type of shit. So I don't know if it always rubs off. I don't know what it, what it is that fucking makes it stick or not way. well it's the person like it's 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 not other people's responsibility to mold you to who you are it's your at the end of the day you're the one that decides what you want to do with your life and you're the one that decides the reality that you want to live in yeah. so we can't we can't really depend on other people for that and there's this saying that i heard a few months ago it's not original i don't know where i heard it from but it kind of made sense is it says it's never too late to have a good childhood, right? Hmm. So that means Jericho's saying his mom's the most positive thing that that kind of made him the person that he is, obviously with his work as well. So if it's never too late to have a good childhood, it means that it's never too late to find a positive role model to find somebody because yes, it is up to you to fucking change but you need that seed from from a different perspective to kind of show you that it's possible because sometimes you live life i mean 
you know, where we come from, dude, people, people die and then they're forgotten. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there is people that die and are remembered. You just, you're not around that. So you don't yeah. know that that's possible. Right. Yeah. So you, you, I still feel that even if you're 30, 40, 50, you still can find somebody that it's never too late to have a good child. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Same, same thing. I don't, I don't believe that that chingada that forever we're told that oh, people don't change type of thing. Yeah. Oh, we change all the fucking time. Yeah. But man. you know, the fucking yeah. thing, yeah. no mas, then they're, they're doing something you don't like and you're like, oh, fucking stubborn. People don't, people yeah. don't change. Stubborn like a dog. <laughs> yeah. But people, I mean, you can't change. Como dices, you just have to want to wait. The thing with change is like, okay, is it your habits that are changing or are you changing? Because your habits, you can always change, you know, but like you're the person, the, the thing, the way you think, the, the thing, you, how you execute things, that's the thing that needs to change within yourself in order to actual create actual change. Like, well, I mean, if you stick to, like you're saying, if you're changing your habits and you stick to it, I would argue you do it long enough where it's mm-hmm. going to become what you do, like yeah. you, no? But you need to change your, and like, I, I would say my soul, like a, I want to say my soul, but that, that's what you need to change. For it's, lack of a better word, yeah. right, dude? Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you, dude. I feel like at the end of the day, like, if if I'm a fucking heroin addict and I, and I stop doing heroin, but now I replace heroin with this addiction, I would argue that you're still, you're still that heroin, heroin yeah. person. Like, you still, yeah. even if you've, now you're preaching about, even if it's a fanatical, uh, a, a religious preach, I would argue that you're still that heroin addict. You just replace heroin with Jesus, which some people say, hey, that's like, good. Like the guy that says, Jesus Christ. Like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. I mean, even, <laughs> if, even if people say like, well, hey, he's in Jesus. I, I still would argue that you're still depending on a religion. Mm-hmm. Like it's still not, like mm-hmm. you said. You're still addicted yeah. to something. You're still something, addicted yeah. to something. Yeah. You, you need something else to make you. Like, Fill to, that void. Yeah. 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 But I mean... Yeah, you're still addicted. That's for sure. <laughs> People would argue that there's healthy addictions, right? Like going yeah. to the gym is healthy. It's a healthy addiction, but it, you can also obsess over gains. You can Absolutely. obsess over, oh, I don't, my, 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 my traps are fucking this or, oh, mm-hmm. my, my fucking, there's no definite. I mean, you could argue that, you would argue <laughs> that it's a healthy uh, um, addiction. I get that argument. But is it really a healthy addiction when, when you're not, not accepting like... Yeah, not when you, you're you worried about how you look and like, let's say if I didn't go to the gym today and my whole day is ruined because I can't make it to the gym, that's not healthy. Yeah. You know, like healthy is being able to live a life that you want to live and and uh, and not obsessing about anything. You know, like you everything, you just go with the flow and you enjoy what you're doing at the moment. You're living in the moment, basically. And... Uh, if if you can't do that, then maybe you should take a look at yourself and see like, hey, w- what do I want for my life? And then just go out and get it. How important is working out to you and exercising, dude, in your life? Um, Only to do the things that I like to do. So like I like to play baseball. Um, that's That's been my passion since I was a kid. Uh, I, I see the game not only as a game, but it also teaches you a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, are you somebody that gives up easily or, or is it, <laughs> <laughs> but are, are you, are you a person no. that, um, uh, that Just basically, kidding. uh, you know, like they takes everything like, like not seriously, you know, you just go out there and like, whatever happens, happens. Like, you don't want to do that in your life either. You know? So, um, I, I see myself, if I go to the gym and I w- work on my muscles that I need to, to perform well. Um, that's, I'm, I'm improving only for baseball, you know, and there's other side effects, obviously, you know, I'm able to just, you know, feel better about, about, you know, like I feel better 
Like my body feels better. Like I'm more flexible and shit like that. But those are the side effects. <laughs> those are the side effects. But it, I'm, I'm doing it for for a purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of research out there, man. Like people that are only believe the science, I guess. How beneficial exercises for like depression and stuff like that that mm, we're talking for about for mental I mean, health in general. For mental health, mm -hmm. I mean, and the 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 crazy thing about it, Jericho, is that most people. That's the last thing they're going to do if they're depressed. It's figure out their nutrition, figure out exercising. It's the first thing is let's go to the doctor. And I feel like oh, a man. society like that, dude, I feel like we're fucked when, when the doctor is the first. Well, I mean, that, sorry to cut you off, with, but I, I think that wouldn't be so bad if the doctor said, Sasuke, you should go out, go, go to the fucking gym or go for walks. But no, they're like, let me prescribe you something. Well, mm -hmm. Or let me fucking, let's run some more tests. Yeah. And then shit starts running in your head as opposed to just telling, hey, be caminar, cabron. Yeah. Well, see, the, the, I mean, hospitals, doctors, that needs to be rebranded. There's no care in healthcare. Like, there's really no care in healthcare when you really think about it. It's like Fernando said, here's a pill. It's like, we talked about this earlier when mm -hmm. we were shooting the shit for our, our first podcast. We did two hours into this <laughs> that, that didn't get recorded. We were talking about role gain. Right. Fernando's saying, hey, you need to be on it for life. And we were shooting the shit. Like, what if in the lab, the chemist is like, if I add this drop to this, the, the, once the hair That's grows, permanent. it grows. <laughs> nah, we want to make money. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> so that, it gets. It that's gets what I'm saying. The, the yeah. Rogaine's been around since what, the, like the 60s or something or 70s? Really? Is it that long? I don't know. Maybe like the I 70s. I, maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe I, have 70s, full, I have a full set of hair, bro. So I don't know. Yeah, the, you wouldn't know about the these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it, that's what I'm saying. So, like I was saying, we're like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure by now they have something that lasts more than a fucking day where, like, you don't have to take every day at least, but they, they won't give it to you. Because what happens? Like, if you stop, does it fall out? I mean, it slowly the gains go away. Kind of like when you like yeah. you stop oh, working. Oh, so it recedes. It like goes it, back like into your head. Like if you're doing steroids, way like you get to a point, but it, let, it slowly yeah. fucking. Goes so the, away. the hair goes back into your head. That's it, what it, you're saying. It starts thinning out. No, like oh. the, the follicles <laughs> fucking start dying out again. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I it's like you're you're, you're just yeah. keeping them alive on a little string wig. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy that that working out something that seems so simple, right? I mean, working you know, out. It, it, it just I think your approach to working out has to have a point. Like you can't do it aimlessly. But you know what? I would argue that not, yeah. not, not because if you're doing it to pick up women, if you're doing right. it for aesthetics, I mean, that's doing it for a point, but right. it's really not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what if you're doing it for baseball? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it brings you happiness, right? I guess. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying that if picking up women brings you happiness, then what are we that's arguing true. But that's really, true. if it really does it really bring you happiness? I mean, and, it, it I gives know. you a temporary. And, yeah. and some people just work out just because what he gets from baseball, they get from working out. Right. Like you hear like the, the, the rock talking about working out and what he gets from baseball, the rock gets from working out. Right. So like, like, like you're saying it's, it's, I would argue it, it it's a positive BCO way. You have mm -hmm. a BCO, it just happens to be positive. Or there's people that, that go on fucking marathon runs like every morning way, they get that same little highway. I don't know, because I saw the last dance with Michael Jordan and the Bulls, <laughs> and Jordan did not look fucking happy in that fucking documentary. I mean, he was champ, he was winning, he was all this, all these trophies, all these accolades, and he looked like a fucking miserable person because he was always seeking that. Maybe he has that face, bro, like that no, fucking... No, <laughs> he clearly was not a happy person. He well, always wanted... To, if he wasn't winning, he wasn't happy, and, and I don't... I would argue that's not a... That's not happy. Well, that's but what I'm saying, that, that then that's not a positive piece. Yeah, but with, with a sport, they're, like, it's an end. Right, like they like if the season ends. So like if it doesn't end in winning, is it worth it? 
Like, is that, is that a waste of a season if they don't win the championship? You know, so like that's, that's life almost. Like we restart every single year because every year in January, somebody gets a fucking resolution and says, okay, this year it's going to happen. So if it doesn't, like if, if people are that obsessed, not obsessed, but like in a way of like, I'm going to work on myself consistently just as a normal thing throughout the year, by the following year, you should have a different resolution to work on something else in your, in your life. And that's what I think he was doing. He's like, you know what? This year we're going to win the championship. This year we're going to win the championship. And sometimes when it doesn't come, you should feel like you failed because that, that little piece of your life, you know, ended and it didn't end the way you want it to. I mean, it's, it's a finite, it's a finite sport, right? It's a mm -hmm. finite life, but we're, it's like an infinite life that we live. I mean, right. I get what you're saying, Jerky, but like, If if Jordan, I would argue that if Jordan was playing basketball with his son, that's that's an mm -hmm. infinite game. That's the game that's never going to end. That's the important game, in my opinion. Winning the championships, absolutely. Winning the championships, you're 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 playing for a for a result, which mm -hmm. I would argue is not healthy. But playing basketball with your child, there's that's, no there's no winning in that. You're you're. You're spending the time with your child. There's no, let me dunk on this fucking kid to show him who's boss. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But, 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 what, but yeah, I wouldn't doubt it from Jordan. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt it from him, dude. Hey, I, I hope would, he did. I wouldn't doubt it. it, it it's but, like the, you haven't seen the, the, the quote that was going around the fucking Shaq two-way with the fucking, <laughs> the one that the fucking, my, my kids think they're rich, but oh, yeah, I, told yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told them they're not rich, I'm rich. <laughs> I, love I love that quote, dude. No, but, yeah. but what if he uses those skills, okay? And, that, and that's what I think... Uh, Every skill is transferable, right? Like in, in winning in basketball, he, he figured out a process, a process to make his teammates better. He make, he, he created his own at, or atmosphere, or what do you call it? Environment. He yeah. created his own environment to win, you know, his mentality and everything. But what if he uses that same process to be a good father? You know, like he, there's something that he goes in the, in a single day, if he does something, He gets to reevaluate what he did with his son. And can we make that better? Can I get it, make a better connection with my son today? And then he uses that every day. And then, you know, that's just the way that he grows and becomes a better father. Yeah, maybe. You know, it's a transferable skill. I feel sports I'm, are just kind of like a microcosm. I think you have to ad adapt it. And that's where people have problems. Right. right? And Adapting I think you have to sacrifice too. Like, where, yeah. like you're saying, like, okay, I'm really into basketball. And like that game with my son, my that's the one I, I'm going to appreciate. And it's, it's not mm -hmm. finite. But what if your son doesn't like basketball? No, yeah, but then the, it throws your whole fucking thing uh, off. Right. Like, especially if that's what you know. I would argue that you, you it's either one or you, I would argue that you can't be a great basketball player and a great father at the same time. Absolutely. Because yeah. you're, you're consumed. Yeah. You can't be a great partner in your marriage if mm -hmm. you're a great, whatever, if you're a great musician or mm -hmm. just an incredible talent or an mm -hmm. incredible business person. I would argue that you're sacrificing other relationships in oh, order. For sure. Like, you got to realize that when you say yes to something, yes, I'll be in that meeting. Yes. I'll, I'll come and do the podcast mm -hmm. with you guys you're saying no to other things Absolutely. and that's what's important mm -hmm. so a lot of people don't think about what you're saying no to if i go to this party i i think about it like this when when i when some of my friends uh, i come here i think about okay if i say yes to that i'm saying no to this mm -hmm. uh, this saying these no's are more important to me than that and i feel a lot of people get Don't, don't realize that when they say yes to something, they're really saying no to other things that might be the answer to what they're looking for. Yeah. If they're doing, saying the no's to say yes to the things that they really want in their life, then that's the best thing they could do for themselves. 
you know, because otherwise people like we say, like you have to love yourself a little bit, you know, like to be able to, to, to care for yourself. Don't expect anyone else to care for you. And I think a lot of people really feel like the external is what gives them happiness. And I don't think that's the case. But sometimes being too optimistic is also harmful to you, I think. Ah, shit. <laughs> no, no, like, <laughs> shit. like, well, maybe like, obviously you can always take a positive experience out of things if you're mm -hmm. an optimist. But think about it, dude. If, if I if I go to a, to a fucking uh, networking event mm -hmm. and my goal is to meet so-and-so, like let's say Jim Carrey or whatever, uh, Jim Carrey's going to be here. I want to meet him and I want to talk to him and I want to get rapport with him. And then you go and then you do something else and you find you have a great time. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. People ask you, how was the networking meeting? Oh, it was fucking great. I had a good time. Yeah, but you failed. Your, mm -hmm. your point of that and what you said, and this is why it gets so like everything gets so fucking uh, uh, like hazy for people is that they always think of the optimist thing, but they're, they're neglecting the goal that they had. Mm -hmm. You went, you had a good time. People would argue it was a successful, but it, you actually failed because your point was to go network with him, do what you have to do. But you saw that he's busy and I want to bother him or I don't want to. And so you just kind of made it the best of it because that's what we're told. Mm -hmm. Do the best, make the best out of everything. And I would argue that that's a, a net negative. Absolutely. From the experience. And that's where, that, that's where focus comes into play. You know, like you, if you're focused on meeting him that day, then you just figure out in your head or, you know, in your plan, you figure out what, what steps you need to take to get to meet him. And then when you talk to him, what steps you need to take to get the, what you want out of the conversation. But, but I think this, this, this is one of those double-edged swords way. Cause if you, if you focus so hard on that goal, like you're saying that if I don't accomplish that, it's a negative. It's like the, the, the same place you miss the journey way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes all the lessons are in the journey way. Mm -hmm. so you might, you might get to your goal and like, like happens most of the time. Like if it's like, for your example, like that Jim Carrey, that, that's you, that's who you want to meet and you want to talk to. And, most of the time, those those encounters, you talk to people, they're kind of disappointing way. So you'll get there. Maybe you get something out of it. But most of the lessons, most of the time are in that journey getting their way. So if you're too focused on the end goal and you're too focused on I cannot fail this goal, sometimes you might just mess out on what, what would have been better for you. You know, I mean, you're giving people a lot of credit that they're going to have the awareness to know that this is part of the journey. Like a lot of people don't have that awareness to say, Hey man, this is part of the process. I have to learn this. That that's super fucking self-aware that I would argue 95% of people don't have. So they're not even gonna know that it's part of the path. They're just their insecurities kicked in. Ah, now he's busy. Ah, hey Ferdy, what's up, bro? Hey, fuck, let's go to the fucking drink at the bar here. Let's get some fucking free food. And then you say it was a good time, but I, I don't know. But I'm saying like in me saying it's a good time, say, yeah, okay, I didn't make it to the end. It was my insecurities. But one of these people that I had a good time with turns out gets me a fucking, I'm in some kind of business and this guy gets me some contract fucking six months from now. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, maybe I would have got something out of meeting Jim Carrey or whatever way, but I literally got work from, from like what we're saying is the nothing part of it way. To me, like, so that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a double-edged sword way. Like, well, yeah, it's, you a, want it's a fork in the road. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's, it's one of those tests that, where are you going to go? Of course, where you'll end up. But what I'm saying is that in that moment, like you felt that, like that wasn't what you were right. supposed to do. Like, uh, and, and obviously it, it can turn out if you have the self-awareness, but 
it's just in that moment that like you you really your insecurities kicked in that you're yeah. making the best of it but it's really it, because you fucking yeah. didn't come out of your comfort zone yeah and that's where i think that like i said the process is the most important part like mentally you should be able to to be ready for that moment when it comes because opportunities are everywhere you know I and mean, if we're not prepared to to take that opportunity or to take advantage of it we're going to fail. You know what? The other thing too to consider is that sometimes the best way to, the best route and the best way to do things is not the best way to do things, right? Holy shit, I'm, I'm lost. Okay, <laughs> check, the, check this out. Check a lane. If you're in LA and you want to get to New York, you can get to New York by walking. Realistically, you could. Right. You can get there by roller skates, skateboarding, in a fucking car. You can get there by bus. You can get there... Are, uh, people can argue this, but the best way to get to LA from New York is in a plane, mm -hmm. right? It's the fastest, right. more efficient, it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. If that plane crashes and burns, it was still the best way to get there. It's not. It's not. It's not going to give you right. the results you wanted. But sometimes in life, you have to realize that the best way to get there can also lead to things that are going to be negative into your life or that are going to impact your life mm -hmm. because that plane crashing in fucking Wisconsin was still the best way to get there. Even with that outcome, like you can't say like, Oh, I should have. No, that was the best way to get there. You made the right choice in the moment. You made the right the choice. And, and, and yep. you have to, you have to be self-aware to understand that the best way is not going to work out all the time to what right. you think right. life should be. Because at the end of it, we have no control over it. Right. We're just, I mean. But if you're Pedro Infante and you survive the first plane crash, <laughs> <laughs> it might lead to something good. Yeah, right? See the journey, sure, bro. bro. For sure. <laughs> if it, it, it the plane a... crashes in the Andes and then you learn how to survive off eating people's nalgas, you know? <laughs> hey, then you, you've yeah. learned a new skill. Then you learn to <laughs> eat ass. Or, or, it, like you say, I mean, if you, if you crash and you end up in the wheelchair and you're paralyzed forever, yeah. but you learn humility, you learn it was still the best way to get to New York. Right, right. I mean, it's just yeah. understanding that we really don't have that much control. Dude. No, we don't. We have control over what we think, and it's fine to live like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to do that because I, I I lose control. Like, you don't have control, dude. Like, the best thing to do for me is, like you said earlier, in the present moment, because us three sitting right here, we all have problems. Mm -hmm. There's problems that you have right now in your life that maybe consumes you, keeps you up at night. This guy has problems. I have things in, in life. Yeah, no but, me dejan ir a la casa. You guys, we've been here for three hours. <laughs> but in what the, a dick. But in the present, <laughs> but in the, in the present moment that is now, there is no problem. Right. The present moment, there's never a problem in the present moment. It's, mm -hmm. it's in the... Well, uh, we we haven't yeah. checked the, the live, pero... <laughs> Let's say it's still going. I'm just hoping that the camera's not on my face. That's all. You see, we don't know there's a problem yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a problem to people watching it, but to us, I mean, we're having a great conversation. Right, right. So there's there's always yeah. It's nothing's always 100 percent positive or. But you can turn anything into positive, right? Like any negative, like like my mom said, no hay mal porque bien no venga. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to stay negative. You know, like you can you can work through it. And you can make it better or you make it the situation better for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I think every negative, no matter how harsh it is, I think there's always a positive end. Mm -hmm. I think the problem, I think when people have traumas and then when they have negative feelings, when they have depressions, mm -hmm. that's just people that haven't done the work to get to the point where it's not a problem to them anymore. I right. think they're still part of the journey where they're in a room and it's fucking dark as fuck. Mm -hmm. From the outside of the room, we know there's a light switch in there, but these people don't know that there's a light switch in there. They, they literally just have to open the switch and it's it's just... Dude, Let there be light. Yeah. Your mind is the strongest fucking muscle that oh, you have. Oh, dude. Man. 
Incredible, it, bro. It, it, like in an instant, you can have this feeling, overwhelming feeling of fear for, for no reason. Yeah. Or, or you can, you know, like be elated and you can just have some joy in your life for no reason. Yeah. You know, it just, the mind is, is I don't know, it, no one knows. No one knows. Yeah. You know, no one knows how it works, but it just works. There's this thing called placebo, right? That we all know placebo, like what placebo the band? is. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's something people don't really talk about, which is a nocebo, which is actually, you know, a placebo is you take a sugar pill and you tell yourself, this is going to fucking fix my problem. That's a placebo. The nocebo is when you tell yourself negative things mm -hmm. and then negative Absolutely. consequences That's, come. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always a polarity to everything, right, Jerry? I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, even though some people might not see that, what the fuck? How can you say there's children being hungry? There's there's all these atrocities in the world. I mean, it's not my job to... That's it. It's not my job to explain to you mm -hmm. these these complicated issues that we have as humans but it is your job to figure that out but what, all i'm saying is there's another way <laughs> like mm -hmm. i'm not saying that it should be that i'm not saying but i'm saying if there's a problem that was created there's also a solution at the same time absolutely yeah. you know? absolutely I, I think mean, i think most of the time there's a solution it just depends i mean for my uncle was, implement with. for my uncle was moving to palmdale when uh, he had problems with the law so you know <laughs> <laughs> that, was this, 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 that was the solution that was the solution was his uncle always outside his van throwing a football because he was uh <laughs> he should have been a pro fucking uh, uncle rico <laughs> <laughs> for real boy. holy shit no mama's way pinchy yeah. conversation Man. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 good that um that that there's there's conversations, right, bro? How important is conversations do you think, dude? You know, I, I think uh conversations, I don't have these enough. You know, like I think when when people tell me uh that that conversations are 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 what kind of opens their mind up, I really, really do believe that. But I don't have these conversations enough. What I do have is, is what Ramon has. I watch movies and TV shows, but the way that I watch them, like every single time I kind of analyze, what would I do? You know, like what is this experience oh, like? And then I kind of like, you know, I figure out my my state of mind through that. So I don't it's empathy, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, an, an, an ability to just kind of think critically. And when it does arise, I know what I, I know what I, what I feel I would do because I already thought about it. But the thinking critic, I mean, uh, just to double tap on that, mm -hmm. critical thinking, I mean, that's that's something that a lot of people don't know what that is, dude. A lot of people don't practice critical thinking. Because a lot of real reactionary moments, right? Like everything, it's instant, like they, they react to things instantly without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So critical thinking it gives you the ability to think kind of like an, a chessboard. If you do this, this will happen. You know, and then do I want that to happen? No, like, let me take that move back. And also understanding why that would happen and mm -hmm. why that is, you know, it's not, it's not, I, I feel me personally, it's not just understanding. It's also understanding why that doesn't work and why that's not a good play and why that is the way it is, because that's, that's, that's what, you, you know, you're coming out of yourself and kind of seeing things and understanding why things happen. I might not agree with you, but I understand why you're saying that, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's really important. I mean, I mean, if, if, few for years now we like even they don't i mean it could be argued even like the the the, the kids even maybe I, i'm trying to remember when i was in school like how the testing the standardized testing was that they teach mm -hmm. to pass a test way they don't teach for you to figure out like the, the 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 test like they teach okay this is what's on the test this is how we get funding this is how we prove that we're teaching you 
So we're going to teach you this instead of teaching you like critical thinking, thinking around it way or how to do it differently or how to do it. Like I remember there are like a few different ways like they taught us how to fucking do like a math problem type of shit way. Like my kids, when they have homework, boy, like they have like a way, this is how, this is how they told us to do it in school. And I'm like, well, but you can do it like this. Oh, that's not how they told us. <laughs> that is not how they told <laughs> right. us that. Yeah. I, I, that go, I go, okay, well, how about let's try like this? No, 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 no. That is not how they told. And I'm like, I have to go back to like the way they're doing it that I don't know how to do. I know three other ways, but those aren't good way. Like that's not how we're supposed yeah. to do it. I mean, I, I have a, maybe a slight controversial take on that, which uh, I know a lot of people don't like when you put the responsibility on the parent, but it's like, why, why does my school have to teach my kid critical thinking? Like mm -hmm. that's, that's see a lot of parents think that teaching kids things is only a school thing. Like, what are you teaching them at home? Like what, what are you worried about your kid learning this, but you're, you're, and you would argue that you have to work both parent work. I get well, that. But we had parents that were busy. My mom taught me how to fight. <laughs> so, no, seriously. But did. where'd you get your critical thinking from? Or where, where did that come from? I mean, your mom seems pretty like she always saw the silver lining in things or always wanted to see things from a different perspective. I mean, I just feel like a lot of things parents should teach their kids that they expect the district to teach them. Yeah, it wasn't in, in a certain way that she taught me, but it basically was if there was a learning opportunity, she would sit me down, not sit me down, but like just look at me sternly and say, uh, you can do this or you can do that. And then she would let me choose. And that's probably where it started. But of course that it didn't end there. You know, I learned how to actually, you know, have a process to, to my critical thinking. Um, but yeah, it was, it wasn't where like, okay, pendejo, you did that, whatever. It wasn't like that. It was like, she would look at me sternly and she would tell me like, you could either do this or you can do that. You, you, you decide. So, and you know, that, that allowed me to think like, I mean, like what do I want for my life? Well, I mean, I, I think that when you say it's fucking up to the parents, way it, it, it's easy to say that. And as a parent, you should think you're explain to your child. Like I try to even like the what we were talking about earlier about the internet. Once you put something there, nowadays it's that that's there for life. Even if you delete it, somewhere it exists. Like it, it, shit doesn't disappear. And I try to explain that to to at least my daughter. It's getting a little older now. Where fucking I don't know how far away we are before she starts fucking asking for a phone every other day. <laughs> But so like I try to explain to her and I try to show her examples, even like the when, when we go walking, I always fucking, you know, look both ways, fucking where the freeway entrances, entrance exit is, fucking cars just make that right. Les vale verga. So I'm always like, hey, even if the fucking little man comes out to walk, you don't walk. You fucking wait, see if the fucking car stop. And they're always like, oh, OK, whatever, dad. So I even go like on YouTube and I'll show them the little video when it shows it shows like an F-150. And you can, it shows you how many kids have to stand in front of the F-150 before the senora inside the F-150 sees the, the top of the head of like oh, the, wow. of the, of the, like yeah, the yeah. 11th child. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? So, I, and todavía me dan la cara like, okay, dad. And then, <laughs> and like, so like, you can try. On top of that way, they spend most of their day at school way. And then like, even if I have more time with them, but like you're saying, if your parent works even until normal, until five way, like my kids, they're already fucking getting ready for, for bed by eight way and nine. Hopefully they're in bed. Even when my daughter was younger by eight, she was in bed. So you don't have that much time in between there either way. So like it, even like I compared even to like the Spanish way, like I would mm -hmm. love for them to speak Spanish, but for some reason I can't somehow, like I can't 
Like you, you, you're trying to relay a point, Wayne, right. and, and you default to English because you fucking get frustrated. You're like, I just need you to understand this, and you go to English because it's the easier way to do it. So it is kind of our fault, but it's not as easy as just saying this is how it is. Wait. So, so most, I get like a lot of things. Wait. Most people don't learn without an experience, right? Yeah. So you, you by showing them the YouTube, you kind of give them a little bit of that experience, but also like I think. If you're in a story storytelling mode, yeah. I think you're going to be able to kind of give them that visual. Like if you don't have a YouTube clip to show them. Whatever. Yeah. So I think that the parents role for sure has to be that like, I'm going to tell you these stories of why you shouldn't do something. Because the why is the most important thing in a lesson. You know, why shouldn't you do this or why should you do this? Um, and and it's that's where your role is to kind of yeah. show them why. I also think a lot of parents don't really give their kids that much credit. I mean, that's, that's true. I, I think, I think me personally, from personal experience, my mom taught me a lot of lessons that I still remember, but I don't remember telling her at the mm. moment, Hey mom, that was, that was good. I like that. I'll keep yeah. that. So <laughs> I would, I, I, I probably ignored her. So parents yeah. think, yeah, oh, this fucking kid doesn't listen. No, this kid fucking listens. They're just, they're just different. You have to understand that they're different people. They're, they're an extension of you, quote unquote, mm -hmm. I guess, but they're different fucking people. And I feel like a lot of parents don't give their kids that much fucking credit. Cause mm -hmm. I remember shit my mom taught me and I never remember telling her, Hey mom, that was good. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I was no, just like, I'm the same way. Come they're, on. they're different yeah. people for sure. Even like my, my two kids, you teach them the same shit, but even like going back to example of walking, my son fucking, ta cabron, he goes to the thing and he, he checks and he He'll fucking when they go walking like with, with my girl, like yeah. he goes in front, like fucking check out the street. And my my fucking daughter's like, let's run over there, and he starts running. Vale pinche. And I'm like, no, hey, stop. And my son like will stop. My son That's stops. Awesome, he looks. Man. He fucking checks. But I mean, they've learned too from experience. Like I always talk about in the Walmart parking lot, I fucking kicked, socked, fucking yelled that fuck. Like we've almost like like people just start backing up because they take confiance in the camera. Mm -hmm. Or fucking, they just don't look back anymore. Like you see people driving, they don't fucking turn around anymore. Way, it's like confiance in the mirrors, or or they don't look back at all. Wait, so they, I fucking like I've kicked cars, I fucking <laughs> punched them, I fucking like fucking I pushed like the kids out of the way and fucking like kicked the side of the car away, like just to the main motherfucker. Next time, look mm -hmm. back. I don't know if I've dented any cars or fucked up any cars because I, I keep walking. But I mean, they have experience where every time we go to Walmart, even like when we're going to grandma or whatever, they're like, grandma, watch out, wait, because right here, the cars try to kill you. <laughs> do you do you ever tell them to push their cart back to the fucking cart thing? The cart oh, yeah, stall? They, they, my, my son likes to take it back. Then. <laughs> no, but, know, like, my, but like people... Because like people oh, that don't well, leave like their car. No, oh man, I get so fucking pissed when they do that shit. I dude, those are the same people that litter. Come on, dude. You fucking threw that snicker bar on the floor, like, or the wrapper. Or the mask. Remember everybody was just fucking uh, going to start throwing the mask on the floor? There's a mask like everywhere in the parking lot, way. Yeah, every fucking thing. Dude, the, oh, you know, you know, in Downey, they fucking, they, they, um, by where, by the 605, they, they opened up a Chick-fil-A there. There's like a Target. I think it's Norwalk. It's sort of Norwalk, actually. And there's this, I don't know if you guys noticed where it's, I've been talking to my girl about it, but there's like this, all of a sudden, like maybe in the last two or three years, there's a lot of like Middle Eastern women asking for money outside the freeways. With gypsies. Gypsies. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. And so I, I I noticed them and I was like, wait, where, what's going on here? What, what are they? Because my chick's uh, 
They're Egyptian. What they are, they're sponsored, by the way. Everybody's wearing Nike, man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, Nike sponsored. She's wearing a fucking coach purse. The kids are wearing Nike. I'm like, well, these fucking kids have more money than yeah, I do. But but my, my better than me, Wayne. My chick was like, yeah, I mean, they have families. And you know, you kind of feel bad for them in a way. Uh, but one time, nah, one time they, they, they fucking where that Chick-fil-A's at. They, uh, well, you do feel bad. I mean, you're having your kids outside. You're having your kids outside. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, outside the Chick-fil-A, we fucking, we're pulling up to Chick-fil-A and, uh, and we saw her like, Hey, wait, that's, that's the lady. Um, she fucking, her dude was waiting for in a fucking nice Toyota Fuck. Sienna, one of those soccer ones. Yeah. <laughs> the and so my chick had, you know, like, hey, that sucks for the kids. But when we were watching them get into this fucking Sienna, we're like, dude, what the fuck? Not, not, not that dude. She fucking threw the diaper. She threw all kind of trash in the floor and took off. Oh, From shit. there, me and my girl wow. were like, fuck this bitch. Wow. She what fucking, the fuck? Fucking well, shitty ass bitch. Somewhere, somewhere around here where we're at, where we're, I mean, we haven't said Ramon's the one that makes up the locations, but they, <laughs> they busted, they busted some, some person, some, I mean, a little family that I always hang out, I think like at the Home Depot or something in the parking lot or a Target parking lot. Get them in. Like it was one of those that they, they followed them like after when they're done. And they, they like, they weren't in that parking lot. They were like a, a couple stores over, like another parking lot. Pinchy, like, like a Mercedes, not like a fucking Elano, but like recent, like two, three years old. If the, if it feels like 2019, it was like a 2017 fucking Mercedes way. Not even like the bottom trim. You way, can like say a, the Elano way, fuck it. <laughs> like, dude, and how many times does that shit happen with? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, no mama's way. My, yeah. my mom would tell me a story in Mexico. There was this little lady that would ask for money and she looked poor, bro. And she would always have like a few centavos or whatever. And when she died, under her mattress was lined, lined with money, coins oh, and bills, oh, and she was like, she had millions well, of I mean, pesos. She saved, there. Right? Yeah, but like, what was she? What kind of life did she live? Where that's like the the that's right. the Pablo Escobar story mm -hmm. that there was a time where where Pablo Escobar was was kind of in hiding, and mm -hmm. his kid talks about the story that they were in a room, I guess kind of similar to this, millions of dollars in cash, and they were hungry because they couldn't fucking leave and buy food. <laughs> Literally stacks of fucking mm -hmm. money in this fucking room, dude. That's crazy, bro. And I think it was. That's so fucking cold that they they didn't have heat. They didn't have anything, so they were burning hundred dollar bills just to get heat. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. El pinche está cabrón. No, porque también like the one downtown they've busted people too. El compa one time saw some dude in another las pinche pedas or something like early pedas. He said he saw some dude que like fucking se bajó from I don't know if it was like a BMW or something like a nice fucking car, right? Like a little like an SUV way. Se bajó and fucking like you're saying, like one of you were saying earlier, where like he was walking, oh, like you're saying his story. And like he went like around the block later and no sé qué pedo, like he was walking a taco. I don't know, the, that pinchy bar hopping or something. No, but in other words, they're walking downtown. And he saw that dude and then later he was like, oh shit, like the dude I thought tirado pidiendo con su cartón and everything set up. He's like, oh shit, that's the dude we saw over there like by the 7-Eleven, like getting off the fucking BMW SUV <laughs> way. And like he's in front of the dude and the dude's like fucking... Like, keep it walking, bro. <laughs> and he's like, bro, weren't you? Hey, it could bail away. And then yet then he has a fucking little thing with money and shit. And I mean, that's the thing about Raza, right, bro? I'm not saying that Raza doesn't do that. But like, yesterday I was driving through Southgate and there's this dude that had like a, he had, you know how they have those tuxedo shirts? <laughs> His was a clown shirt. <laughs> and he literally had a fucking, some of those pins, the bowling ball pins. Right. Yeah. And so he was even, he wasn't just asking for money. I'm not saying that this translates as a whole, but 
that's somebody that I would be like, you know what? This mm -hmm. person deserves yeah. if I have something. Because it's not that they're asking. There's nothing wrong with asking. I'm not saying to don't ask. But to assume that you're supposed to be given something is, is kind of crazy to me. And to see this dude fucking doing this shit, he literally got more money as I saw him going through like the cars than I think if somebody was just standing there with a sign because he was mm -hmm. actually working for it. Right. Dude. Yeah. And he looked so happy, dude. Some guy yeah. gave him a dollar. I noticed it was a dollar bill, just a dollar bill. And he was so stoked running, yeah. running yeah. in between the cars, like super fucking happy, dude. Yeah. El pinche. Pues de, de that's another one that maybe this double-edged sword way. Do we want it to be like Mexico where every stop? No, I know. I know. Someone's juggling, someone's selling chicles, someone's selling you fucking sweaters every yeah, stop. It's a good but point. But I, I I would I, in in like theory, I would prefer no that they're they're trying to work for because mm. I mean in Mexico, do I I've, how many times have you seen fucking your tío or your fucking parents? You pay them not to clean the windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pasar más limpia before they clean yeah. it. Yeah. So, but I, mean, I, I go to saying I, I appreciate that more when you see the, even when you see the, the vatos, the sindicatos selling the fucking flowers and the things in the corner way. Yeah. Fruta. Well, I'll tell you something about a, a friend of mine that I went to college with. Like this guy, we call him Pemex. I, don't, I won't reveal his real name. <laughs> oh, Petro. But yeah, we, we call him Pemex. And uh, his his fraternity brothers tell me that like uh, he'll go out to like you know the, the the marisco spots, and he's selling these little peluchitos, and he looks fucking homeless, and he's like wearing like torn shirts, whatever, dirty, whatever, and he'll sell his whole lot. And then they'll see him at night fucking with his brand new fucking Mercedes. <laughs> no, shit. And, you know, like he'll be in a club and shit, open up bottles. Like, shit. what the fuck? Holy bottle service? Holy bottle service. Like, this guy, shit, he does not give a fuck, man. Don't, don't hate the game, dog. <laughs> so, I mean, they were making fun of him, but at the same time, you got to respect the hustle. You, you know? do have to respect shit, the hustle, bro. bro. Yeah. That's hilarious, that, that, bro. The, yeah, that, that whole thing is fucking crazy. I dude. mean, it takes a certain kind of person to pull something like that. I personally, at this point in my life, I don't see myself doing that. At, like, at what point in your life see the way? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever <laughs> going to get to that point where I'm just a fucking savage hustler like that way because um, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, like, I, I've been watching these videos of like, there's this lady that asks people on the street, what do they do and how much do they make? And it was this hot dog vendor. Like he was making like a hundred hundred thousand dollars selling hot dogs Shit. somewhere i don't even know what city it was but i was like for fucking no stress just being out in the street selling hot dogs well, i mean i don't know about no stress uh, yeah <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah well stress. maybe that, that's a strong assumption not, not only that but you're, you're fighting the the criminals too bro that they know it's pretty much a cash business sometimes and, and you gotta yeah. i'm sure you're paying someone off too eh? but someone it, that's supposedly that's their block thing right <laughs> but that seems like, you know, fuck it. I'll give it up just to fucking sell hot dogs on the street if I don't have to worry about shit, you know? I need to know more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. S send me the Indeed fucking link on that, right, if send, I want to apply. Send me the, you know, I need at least uh, five tax returns, five years. Yeah, I, I only apply to jobs on uh, Indeed, bro. And then I need you to talk to my lawyer. I mean, the 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 moral of it is there's ways to make money, right, bro? Yeah. Uh, to hustle, yeah, there's, there's yeah, definitely there's, ways to hustle. In now. 2023, there's a lot of ways. I don't know. It, it could be a good and bad thing though, that there's so many opportunities because it's sometimes the more opportunities, it feels like there's not a lot for some reason, right? I think sometimes the the, the limited opportunities kind of makes you more hungry. That that's it. That yeah. I want to get that because yeah. I mean, people get paralyzed by by all those options too. Eh? Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of fucking options, way. Eh? <sighs> 
Yeah, I mean, we we always start something with the negatives. Where you're like, nah, what's va a ser esto? Va a ser esto. How, how long did you guys start the podcast before you? I mean, I, I know you, you started it early, but when the seed came back that you're like, how long did it take from that conversation to actually recording? Did it take a long time? Oh, it took a week. <laughs> See, dude? It took a week. Same with us, pretty no, much. I, <laughs> I went out and I just kind of, because I had my old equipment and I, I figured that it wasn't going to work, especially not if we we're going to re- make it sound good. And then uh, as soon as the Amazon packages came in, I I sit, sit, sat there and figured it out to what, you know, what kind of sounded good and what, how we were going to record, how I was going to edit. And that's it. As soon as I, I was able to say, all right, well, let's do it. It was that Thursday. Um, we all fucking got together and started recording, but Shomar was out of town that day. And uh, so he, we f- patched them in over a phone call. We were oh, like, all shit, right, no, everybody's going to be in on this. Kevin and Bean style. Yeah. <laughs> Continue and, the trend. And then uh, that was it. That's we, awesome, we, bro. No oh, shit. And what, what are you guys, how, how do you guys approach like the podcast? Is it you guys pretty much day by day kind of thing? Or is there things that you guys are kind of looking forward to expanding or what's, or is it just something that you guys just like doing and it doesn't matter where it goes? I yeah. Mean, yeah. From the beginning, like, so we would see people like when we were young, we would see people kind of hanging out at the coffee shops and stuff, you know, old guys. And they would always, we'd always see like a group of three or four guys there. We're like, dude, we want to do that. We would always say that. Like, I wish we were like that when we we're old, you know? And then when we, when it started growing or started, the idea started brewing, I was like, you know what, that's the best way to, uh, to, to get something where we can hear our conversations when we get old. And then one of our friends passed away. He was, you know, we went in high school with him and I have probably two pictures with him and our conversations were always just so funny. We're always just laughing and we have nothing on tape. No shit. And we were like, man, this, this, it's unfortunate that we don't have those memories because we, we can't recall them. We can't hear them back. What we have is like maybe a voicemail of him leaving you and just, it's funny, you know, but it's not a conversation. So when, when, when I started uh, selling this to them, I was like, look, we're going to be able to just go back and listen to ourselves and all the dumb shit we say when we're 60, when we're 65, and we're going to be able to laugh at this. <laughs> that's funny. You dude. know, and that's it. It's, it's just going to be, you know, and we're going to just share it with people and see what what they think. We didn't really think anybody was going to listen, to tell you the truth. Because I don't, like, we're, we're when we get together, it's the same type of conversation. Like, we usually go out in a big group of, like, maybe, like, 10 of us. And uh, we notice that when we go out with the younger generation, their table, because we'd sit next to each other, their table is always just, they're, they're talking, but they're quiet. Mm. Our table was always laughing and talking. And it's just, a rowdy ass table. Yeah. And then we, I, I couldn't figure out why. And it's just, it's just an energy, you know, like we always had that good vibes energy um, that we were like, you know, we could do that. So it, we were confident that we were going to be able to do something. So when the, when the jitters kind of went away, then that's when we started having fun with the show. And that's when I think people started identifying with it as far as like, being entertained by it. Did you have any like insecurities coming in as far as like the way your voice sounds or yeah. anything? Yeah. Yeah. My voice. I've always hated my voice, man. Did, did you get used to it or? I mean, you edit uh, the fucking podcast, right? Yeah. That's why I sound good in it. Now it sounds good. But here I'm probably going to sound horrible, man. Oh, shit. Hey, come on, dude. Why are you fucking making fun I don't of give any special, department? I don't give any special juice to anybody. <laughs> you guys sound really good, man. I, I, I hear myself in the headphones well, I mean, and I sound what, terrible. I think a lot of us, a lot we of people sure, have that. A lot that, of people share that. Yeah. 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 That, that fear or that not fear. That Did you get over it or is it still a thing? No, no. I, I got over it pretty quickly. Um, just. I win. 
I, I, ain't nothing but a thing, bro. I know. Wait. No, what it was is like <laughs> that, the machismo confidence. <laughs> it's just you know you you're afraid to sound dumb. Yeah, you know most of the time. Yeah, because uh, we're talking about shit that we don't even know of half the time. We're just kind of we're talking out of our ass. Yeah. Is it pretty like uh, spontaneous, or is it like a lot of prepping before the episode? No, I mean you've been there. We just kind of like go over like a few things that uh, like questions that they send us. And we, we just like, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? And then like, all right, let's start recording. And but then I mean, there, there's a little bit of like, um, you have something structure, going on. Like no, yeah. I don't, yeah, I guess structure too, no, because you have the break. Yeah. Well, you like breaks, little mama. Like, well, yeah. What we like to do is try to make it sound as professional as possible. So that's yeah. the only caveat for our show. So I like to end it on a good point, you that's know? That's good. So like every segment, it feels like a new show because we, when we, when we end it, we're like, we're laughing and then that's it. Fuck it. It's Let's like a, it's like a Jerry Fer Jerry Springer final thought. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> like, <laughs> right. And yeah, I wish he, we could do that. Yeah, I wish he, we could do the. He final does thought. have like the the final uh, fucking yeah. pause. That's what I'm saying. Unlike here, where we just wait for the longest pause and then like, well, I guess that's it. Yeah, <laughs> we read the room, man. But you know what's crazy, dude? I don't know if you've you've oh, you've had that with your group of friends and with the podcast, but. Um, in the beginning, I did have a little bit of like, man, what if we run out of things to say? I mean, we, we've had a history of, even though we've all had different things in life where they were probably closer to each other, uh, Fernando and Ramon, than me, because I was over here doing this. But we've always kind of kept in touch. And part of me was like, man, we're going to run out of things to say. Like, what the fuck? But there's always something to say, dude, because yeah. life happens. Yeah. Life just continues every and, fucking and day. And I think when we do run out, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, for sure. But for this, sure. this is the thing. You guys don't realize that you guys probably helped a lot of people just by allowing them to think about what you said, you know, like yeah. maybe you changed their trajectory as far as like what, what they're going through or what, what path they're taking in life just by what, like allowing them to, to evaluate themselves by what you say. You guys say mm -hmm. a lot of like really life lesson type of, of conversations. I, yeah. realize that we I mean, I don't think, uh, to be honest with you, dude, I don't think that I can change somebody's life. The only thing I can do is maybe help, but the change happens. Like we said, it happens within, like I can't, if somebody emails me and says, cause I do get these, these DMS from people like, Hey, this, this, and that. I don't, I can't take credit for that. I didn't do anything really. All I did but, was, yeah, but I, I, you can't say that I changed no, your life. But, like, but you were the spark. Right. You probably started the fire and then they're the ones that took it, you know, started running with it. I, I just think it's important for people to realize that they're the ones doing the work. Absolutely. Like, like don't don't think that that podcast changed your life, that relationship changed your life. No, you did the fucking work. Like, don't give credit where credits you can say, like, because of this person. Mm -hmm. But but also realize that you did all the work. Like, yeah. because at the same time, I can say something that resonates with that person. But this person hates me. It's the same thing. Right. So all it took was the perspective of that person to see like, wait, yeah. I understand what yeah. he's saying. So it is up, it is up to that person that yeah. listens to the message, right? Yeah, but also they wanted to change too. So like they had it in them all along. It's just you're you they were able to kind of yeah, you needed yeah. they needed a little push and you you clearly gave it to them, you know? Yeah. I mean, the truth is the same. It's just there's a lot of self-help books that I mean, it's just, they should have been a blog, dude. It, it, would, it would have been a great <laughs> blog, but you make it into a fucking book and you pretend that you have the solutions to mm -hmm. people. And it's literally called self-help. Like right. it's not, it's not Help. your book or it's, the, yeah. it's, it's at the end of the day, you have to do a lot of the work. It's just an idea. Those books are just an idea. 
and you're you're the one that has to put it in play you know it's a huge market dude and mm -hmm. i think a lot of people rely on on books they rely on podcasts i mean i i've fallen into the youtube podcast thing where it's like i i think i think it's it's important to learn it's important to read books but i think it's also you get negative returns on it if that's all that you do right you can't you can't use that as your main drive you can you got to do the work like you said if you understand finance, you spend a whole year looking at finance mm -hmm. and you can literally talk to me about um, fucking Austrian economics and how the fucking world, this and that. That's not impressive if your bank account looks a certain way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to know the knowledge. It's also another thing to implement it. I feel like a lot of people, they, they go on the Internet, they read Subhop, they refinance, they read all this shit. And they think that they know what they're talking about and they're not even implementing that into their life. So you can easily spend your whole life. It's okay if you watch fucking YouTube, but if you watch YouTube for a full year and you understand finance, but you're not financially secure, like you don't understand finance. You're just wasting time right. on information. Information is like money, in my opinion, dude. It's, it's useless unless it's being used. Right. If you understand it and you know it, that's one thing. But implement that, and that's when you get your change. Because I noticed, dude, like years ago, like oh, let me. I used to listen to like the Tim Ferriss podcast and stuff like that. Hated that. And, and and so every fucking every fucking week, I was like, oh. oh, oh. And then I I had to catch myself like, wait, what are you doing, dude? Do the fucking work. Mm -hmm. Like, don't expect some fucking podcast that comes out every week, or don't expect the latest self help book. What are you doing in between? Like, oh, you're just waiting for that person to speak and then you feel fucking like, oh, this person understands me? No, dude, take action. Like, do something yeah. about it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to start. That's it. Because if you're waiting for the perfect moment, it's never going to come. You know, like they say, it's like, oh, I'm waiting for the perfect moment to take a vacation. It's never going to come. Just fucking find a find an opening and go. Um, so the same thing with, with improving yourself. You know, you got to start somewhere. Takes like if you're listening to Tim Ferriss, take something, just something small that you think you can you can work with, and then just run with it, and then just it, it'll snowball eventually. If if there's a process, though, you know there has to be a process of self evaluation, and being able to to know where your where your uh where your faults are, and working on those, and then just keep keep improving, keep improving, keep improving. And you see the results, like not, not initially, you'll see the results like yeah. a year down the line, but you know, you're getting somewhere with that, you know? Dude. I mean, this guy's been on a weight loss journey the last month. Yeah, man, you look really good, man. Right so so we, we talked about it that people ask the wrong questions. Like if you see somebody healthy and you see the first question, a lot of the times is how long did that take? Like you're already worried yeah. about, el secreto? yeah, like you're already What's worried that I need to get there in a month. And it's, we talked about, did we yeah, talk about we it on about air it, or off yeah, air? We no, we talked, we talked about it for a bit about the, well, that's what that, I was getting that, remember I was getting to that too, wake my point was it wasn't, it's not about the, the diet or como le hiciste, what's the secreto like that, that we're saying everybody wants to. That fix like what's the diet way? Fucking cuántos perdido? Mm -hmm. And, I'm and like, how no long way. is it gonna take? And, and that's what I was explaining last time. I wanted to get across that point. Kind of like we were talking about earlier. It's more about building that habit way to get to a point where where I I kind of am. Well, I wouldn't say fully there, but you know it's always a work in progress. Where you're like, fuck, I don't want to work out, but that little voice in the back of your head is like, sorry, bro, te toca ahora, way. Mm -hmm. Today's this. Or fucking, hey, fucking, it's, it's, it's someone's birthday. I want another piece of cake. Pero mm -hmm. that little voice in the back of your head is a, pero acuérdate, güey, que te va a costar. How many times have you been, you went to the gym and tired as fuck. 
and you get there and you're working out like half, like just fucking half energy. Yesterday. But you push, <laughs> <laughs> but you push through it though. You push through it. I mean, even, you shut up, right? Yeah, you, you shut, shut up. up. I mean, th those, those days, it wasn't yesterday, but it was actually, yeah, the, the other day, I mean, porque I, I put it off mm -hmm. too late way and then I was too tired, but I don't even go to the gym. I do everything at the house, just fucking, that's all the right. pero el pinchil. I had that, but, that workout. It wasn't a great workout. But it's, you build on that. Well, it, it's, you, you, you keep it going, pues. Mm -hmm. Like you, it wasn't a great workout. Even after I kind of felt bad, that it wasn't a great workout. But it kept me on track. In other right. words, like right. I, not, not on track, like weight wise, at least or muscle wise, but mentally, like mm -hmm. okay, so I did it, and the plan keeps going, and fucking adelante, you know. But even though you don't think that it, it physically, it it made a difference. It, it makes a it, huge difference. It makes a yeah. huge difference mm -hmm. in the in because like in the it, long term, it's was, one one brick mm -hmm. on yes, like it's just it's just a step forward. Yes. So yeah, so like I was talking about last time, it's it's not what exercises or how I'm doing them or what exactly I'm eating. It's that you have to find something that works for you and and keep it going. Where it's not it's not a fucking dieta that you do for mm -mm. for like people say, oh fucking yeah, I did that diet, it worked for me, but then I gained it all back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because all you did was that diet for well, like you're saying, like a month or three months even, ponle, no, or for the summer, and then that's it. Yeah, of course you're gonna gain it back, way, because you're just gonna go back to watching TV, way. So you you have to not. It's not about the. The diet in the sense like they're talking about. It's like the diet you're saying, like you're mentioning that time, the diet is actually like everything we know. Yeah. That's the one that you need to worry about. So just like I say, like I died my I didn't like drastically change. Like I'm on this diet, I don't eat fucking shit that's green. No way. I just cut back like on everything. Like I was like I said that time. Like if I if we go out with the kids to McDonald's or Les Tremos McDonald's, I I still get like a chicken nugget meal, but I only being diez pesos the nuggets, I eat six. And I eat fucking half the papita. Sometimes I get a fucking me avento and I eat tres cuartos de la cajita. Sometimes I eat the whole cajita fucking fries way. But I, I try to, you know, I try to eat the six nuggets and half the fries type of shit. And I just mentally think, you know, it doesn't work out like these last two weeks. But been a little more shaky, but I'm trying to keep it on track. With. The way that I see food anyway, yeah. or nutrition or whatever, it, it's not that the bad food is making you unhealthy. It's that you're not eating enough of the good food. Because the good food is what helps your body digest all of the bad food. Yeah. And if you're just eating the bad food, your body gets fucking thrown out of whack and doesn't know what the fuck to do with the bad food. Well, it doesn't have the tools to right. deal with the bad food either. Yeah. yeah. So like that's, I always tell my friends when they always go through these fucking crash diets where like they're, it's a, what do you call that? Like a challenge or a competition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they do it in like, you know, whoever loses the most weight gets the most money and shit like that. And I'm usually their coach, right? Because no <laughs> I was like, they want me to fucking join. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to lose? You know, like, I don't want to lose weight. Yeah. Um, You're going to lose that bet, bro. <laughs> that's why they want you. But the thing I, money. I tell them and I, I tell them the same thing. I was like, eat the good food first. Like that's what you should eat first. Like whatever you feel like that is it that you need to eat the broccoli, the vegetables, the, the protein first without all of the like extra the, eat that first. And then if you want a little bit of like a, a treat, treat yourself. It's fine. But make sure that you fill yourself with, with good food first. So what you're saying, like, and put it more like people understand is if you go to a place and you order a salad buffet, <clears throat> and there's, there's garlic bread in the table, mm. don't eat the salad with the garlic bread. Make sure that the salad is completely empty. Yeah. And then start, because at mm -hmm. that point you're going to be more full and yeah. it's more healthy stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's your treat. It's not your meal. 
And that people confuse that. They think that the delicious food is a meal. It, it shouldn't be. It should just be like a treat. I mean, portions have gone out of hand. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, I remember when when uh, I was a kid starting a date, have a car, we would go to Claim Jumpers. Oh, Remember man. Claim Jumpers? Yeah, yeah. Claim Jumpers? those fucking plates were huge. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. And that was the first time where I'm like, uh, that's everywhere now. Wait, this is getting out of hand, mm -hmm. dude. And when people get upset, if the portion, yeah. even if you're not going to eat the whole thing, you want, hey, what the fuck yeah. why do why they give me why so small yeah, why so platito, small? wait no te lo vas a acabar it doesn't matter I pay for it yeah <laughs> this shit's 20 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah no that's what I'm saying so like for me it was just about eating less you know just fucking eating what, what would be I guess como se lo puse that someone in the go like a, like a European meal I told her if I went to Europe this would be the meal they give me fucking <laughs> like the portion pues right. you know they have smaller portions so I just eat I try to eat a little less way. Like I said, it's not, it's not, it's not perfect way. It's not, it's fucking science. Like sometimes, see no. me paso. A veces, like, I, I try to stop eating before, like, by eight, right? Sometimes fucking se me antoja un pinche cereal al pinche 11, you know? I'm like, fuck it, bro. Like, I'm just conscious que, okay, way. You remember, it's the taco star, way. So fucking, you, I, that, that little voice. Once I, you built that little voice, pues, but that takes time, way. And yeah. like you're saying, it doesn't always kick in. Sometimes even that, you, you guys will be in huevas, way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those like infinite, finite things, right? Like you're you're literally playing basketball with your son, where you're eating uh, without really looking for the end goal. You're just enjoying it. So like you're not you're not doing it. Like it's just it's just who you are. Where like I think we we put a lot of importance in words, and, and can't is a really fucking word that keeps a lot of people. I feel like in a certain level where like, oh, I can't eat that. Don't say you can't eat that. Like that's that's crazy. Like yeah. you're 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 telling yourself that you're restricted. I don't eat that is something that's a little bit more right. powerful than saying, Oh, I can't drink. I don't drink. Like it's just you you're not you become to go to the gym and work healthy, you have to become the person that goes to the gym and eats healthy, right? Once you become that person and then everything just kind of falls in place because I would argue that you know, the connection, like if we're using soul, because that's kind of the sentiment in this podcast, the connection <laughs> yeah. to the soul is like, you can eat food, you can eat healthy, you can be shredded as fuck. But if you don't at some point incorporate the inside, you're still that person that became overweight but you're just shredded, right. but you're still the person that became overweight. Yeah. Yeah. All those flaws are still there. Right? It's still there. Your insecurities, your, and we're all going to have insecurities. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that we're going to be fucking AIs that we don't feel shit. I mean, <laughs> you, the insecurities, right? We all mm -hmm. have them. We're all going to have them. But the point is just to become that person. Like I want to go to the gym, become the person that goes to the mm -hmm. gym. So then that's when critical thinking comes in. Mm -hmm. Okay. How do I become a person that goes to the gym? Okay. Well, a person that goes to the gym is disciplined. A person that goes to the gym has goals, blah, 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 can schedule and doesn't have excuses. And then you become that person. And then years later, you're healthy. And it's like, how long did it take you? Well, it took me two years, but it's been really good two years because in these two years, I've felt better. I've been healthier than just wanting that one month recipe or that. How long is that going to take me? How long did it take you? <laughs> yeah, no. Her. I mean, the, the, that recipe that we're talking about, like, the, my my point is that, that that recipe, sure, it might work for like we're saying for that month, for the three months, but that's when people gain yeah. the way back. Like you're saying, like me, like I that time that we did talk about, I, I, there's a lot of reasons, but like that go into why I started doing it that I kind of touched on before and even, but that time, 
was emphasizing that get también I'm kind of doing it for my kids, but in a selfish way that I want to see as much of their life mm -hmm. as possible. Even though I, tampoco I don't like I said that time the same thing. I don't think I want to live to like a hundred type of shit. But I want to see as much of their life as possible, right? So my 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 goal is not fucking to be shredded for summer way. So I can't have a three month diet and so I can be shredded for summer. I just want to be healthier to live a little like a, a month more, a week more, whatever you know. Like maybe, hopefully, hopefully, because we don't fucking know fucking that 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 truck that F one fifty might fucking take me out. You know, like no se sabe. But I'm trying to improve my chances a little bit, just a little bit. And that three month diet, that fucking military diet, that fucking cleanse, that's mm. not that's not what's gonna do it. No. Man. Plus, also like going to a gathering and judging people in your head oh, what they're eating man. and saying no, I don't. That's also not healthy. That's right? terrible. I, mean, I, I just feel like there's also that 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 balance that you have to understand that mm -hmm. just because you're going through that, it's the same when people become religious, when people find something that helps them. You know, they do it, it. I think it comes from a good place, Jerky. Like they want to mm. to help people, but then they don't realize that everybody is in a different path. Like, yeah. that, like I, I just, I never fucking talk about weight loss and health, like really like that. I mean, I, for what? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like that's what not, well, something that I want to do. It's not like I want to be like, hey bro, like why are you eating that? No, like, no, no. Like no, dude, that's fucking, that's mm. so shitty for people to yeah. do that, man. Because you're, 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 now you're saying that you're better than these people because you're not, um, participating but you're not living a healthy life if you're always excluding yourself from and that's something that I've been trying to learn more as I get older is kind of figuring out that balance where it's not like like uh, uh, like being alone like uh, or just kind of being in your thoughts it's not always like the solution to everything but it's good to also come out and kind of be a part of a community right I mean that balance is really important dude you come out yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I came out of the closet, bro. <laughs> no, but I always say he was in there with Barlow's. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time, man. But you know, you get tired of the same shit every day. <laughs> I needed variety, man. No, I always say live and let live. That's it. You know, yeah. like just live your life and fucking. If people are doing whatever, it's not your life. It's, what the fuck do I care? As long as they are not affecting me, I'm good to go, man. But I think a lot of people are like, like you said, it's they they're too focused on what they've gained from, like let's say, uh, like working out that they want to give it to the world. I'm like, you you don't you can't be that person, man, because then you know people don't they don't understand all the work that you put into it. And uh, like they, they won't be able to do that on their own unless they it comes from within them. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. And some people don't need it. Like I had a friend that was really got into religion, man. And and I remember him coming. Uh, I think it was like one of those fucking evangelical fucking the, the kind of a little more extreme than uh, a little more niche than Christianity. <laughs> a little more niche. <laughs> and so him out <laughs> of a retreat, he fucking comes over to the house and he's just trying to throw that shit at me. And I'm like, bro. If it helped you, you needed that. You're practically fucking sucking dick for fentanyl, dude. <laughs> you needed fucking something. Jesus I, Christ! I, I, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't doing those things. So, right. like, for you to come to my house and say, you need... I don't need that. You needed that, maybe. Yeah. That helped you. But I just feel like people always get evangelical about things, man. And it's, it's not helping anybody, dude, to feel that, that you're better than them, man. But... 
Uh, dude, it's fucking. I mean, it's awesome that you're still doing it. Pues like, yeah, yeah I, did, I, I had a few hiccups right away, but no, no, no. It's a, it's a process. It's a, it's a journey, man. No, well, no, no. Yeah, I fucking had I had two bad weeks, but like same thing. Like el, el, when I hung out with Alfredo el otro día, that he's like, "Hey, bro, so you, you plateau yet? I go plateau twice, way fucking suck <laughs> both times, but you push no, through, way. But you're here, man. That's it. That's all that counts. You're still well, here. And you're F-150 still working on. hasn't got me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you throw out there, bro. I know. Fuck. Knock, knock on yeah, fucking we just big about King Kong Bundy. You, you know what? I believe, I really believe in the shit. If you think of it, it'll it'll just yeah. manifest itself like that. I'm not the, the secret bullshit. Kind of like the secret bullshit, uh, Come man. on, bro. Why no. don't we take a turn, I know, dude? No, no, we're doing so well. Not, not, that that's, not that that's how I live my life, but there's many times in my life where I think of somebody and they call. Yeah. Like within... Five minutes or something like that. Yeah, but if it's Ramon, that's going to bound to happen anyways. <laughs> that's true. That, but that, I've that, always wanted to be on the same show with Estevs. Oh, really? And, if, and oh, it finally on, happened. I'm not I fucking kidding, man. Oh, come on, dude. No, seriously, man. Because I think you get really deep into these conversations. And I, I like that shit. I yeah. like when, when I'm at home listening to Chicano Shuffle and you guys start arguing. We used to, bro. We're, yeah, we're yeah. change people. Bro. Well, he doesn't we, we like to. Jesus. He doesn't like to argue with no, me anymore. <laughs> arguing, <laughs> me regaña, arguing is a good thing because it brings up so many points that otherwise wouldn't come out, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm often like on either one side or the other, and I'm arguing with you guys yeah. at home. Yeah, you know, while like while I'm fucking cooking or something like that, I'm listening to the show, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's it's something that's uh, like it's. It's interactive. Your show is interactive for me, I for know. sure. Dude, we appreciate it, man. We, we, we got to make it like those Netflix ones where like if you push like on your phone, like two, number two, like <laughs> this happens. <laughs> push mean, five, like this happens. Oh, that's right. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, the Netflix ones too. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Choose Your Adventure. I used to have those books, those Indiana, uh, I used to Indiana, like those Indiana books. Jones books. If you, you want to go right. Turn to page twenty five, yeah, dude. I remember those. The there was a, there was a movie on Netflix like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did like two. No, like they did the. It's like a therapist, some kind yeah. of therapist movie. Like you say, do you want them to go to therapy or not? It was just kind <laughs> yeah. of trippy. Yeah, I used to steal those books from the Scholastic fucking thing when <laughs> oh, they used to. Shit. You know, they used to bring those <laughs> yeah, Scholastic yeah, yeah, yeah. things. The, 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 oh, the truck or whatever. Yeah, my mom would give me a dollar, and I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with a dollar?" So I would always steal like one or two books. Hey, wait, two for a dollar, he says. <laughs> two for a dollar. I would buy stickers or something. That's no hilarious, shit. Yeah, I used to love those books too. Those fucking choose your own adventure. Yeah, those are awesome. That's what we need to do with the podcast way. Mm-hmm. Talk about innovation, bro. Innovation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, I, I don't claim that I know everything, dude. I, I always try to be humble about it. That I'm just trying like everybody else. But I just I just thought it was important to have just dialogue. Like, you know, I, I just didn't really say I would listen to these podcasts like the same way you. I got the same kind of, I'm not really too into it. And then I felt like, why aren't we having these kind of conversations? I mean, in our in our culture, I mean, it was all, I mean, if you study like Aztecs and uh, Toltec wisdom and all this, we, we're, 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 we have this in us, dude, mm-hmm. like all this spiritual stuff, not, not quote, not religion. It's just, uh, just being, uh, one with everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. It's in us, like whether we want to or not. Um, and so I just thought it was important dude, cause I mean, it's just the way society's going. I mean, I'm not that, saying we have all the answers here either, dude, but that's why I listen to your show. It's, it's a show to, that it, I'm able to get grounded, you know, and, and really, uh, think about it in a different way. And, and it's, it's not just we're like, we're over here acting like jackasses, fucking laughing and shit. But we don't get much out of it like I do just listening to your show for sure. I mean, so. Dude, I mean, we should tell Ramon that maybe we should switch uh, co-hosts for a little bit. <laughs> 
We should send him to ask the fellas and then bring Jericho here for fucking. Yeah, because we start having these discussions and he shuts down. He starts getting, he starts looking at TikTok and shit. Dude. He starts looking at TikTok. See, wrong way. No, I'm stuck out on way. So, ¿qué pasó, güey? ¿Cómo estuvo tu two-week vacation, eh? Dude, I feel like I haven't seen you in fucking almost a month. Where well, it's been crazy. more than that then, no? I think so. Because you had the, the, the shows. Como estuvo the, the fucking shows and all that. Way. Dude, the shows were great. Way. I mean, the first one that we had was in El Cinco de Mayo. We played at the LA County Fair. Uh, for That I one guess, is pretty feet, maybe. I guess they do uh, Next Fest LA is called A Little Festival Within the County Fair. So if, if you get like a map and there's like stages set up all around the fair, and there's bands playing at different times. So they, they try to implement like a, it's the second year where, so it's not really that big. I mean, people go, they go for the festival and then they, they happen to catch you there. Yeah. But uh, no, dude, we had a, we had a great fucking show where we did, um, we did some songs with, um, there's a singer where that, that she, she, she used to be in a band called the, the Sacred Souls. This is a band from San Diego. They're, they're pretty big where they're coming up. And um, she she recently got out of that band because she wanted to do like her own thing, and she was able to come on stage with us, and we she did two songs with us at the LA County Fair, and it was pretty cool to share the stage with that with with her, because yeah, as you know how this is, where we've been doing it for a long fucking time, where and so it feels good to get to a place where like where, I know, dude. Gonna get the cat. We don't got insurance. <laughs> I think I think that beat came out on the fucking camera, dude. <laughs> the beat. <laughs> and so, the más seguro es que hace cortó esa madre. Probably, bro. I don't even know if we're live anymore, but so it feels good to play with like musicians that are that are pretty on it. Where so I, I'm really enjoying my uh my musical career the way it is right now. Man, so I'm, having, I'm having a good time where and then Saturday, the Saturday after the the we played at this there's this there's this little they, they have a Instagram page I think they they run it through Instagram it's called so far LA S O F A R L A so it's kind of interesting what they do is you you submit you say I'm in this band I want to participate in one of your events and then it's all secret like the show that we did was in Torrance Literally somebody's backyard way. Yeah. I literally showed up to this lady, fucking beautiful home, dude. I literally showed up, knocked, and I'm like, I was the first one there because I like to get to places early. And I was like, uh, I'm supposed to play guitar in a band here. Oh yeah, come in. So I'm literally <laughs> walking through her. I'm literally walking through this this stranger's fucking living room, dude. It's such a weird Shit. thing to do with. And you don't want to be that dude that's just staring at things, man. Yeah. But you kind of want to stay focused on what you're doing. And so she shows me the backyard. And then the sound man from them showed up. So there was blankets on the floor. There was like drinks. There was all. So she wow. was hosting this event. And everything is a secret way. The address is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. like you buy tickets. Tickets are expensive. They were 30 bucks. Yeah. Noelia was telling me. She's yeah. like, I don't know. I should look pretty shady. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, <laughs> that's why she didn't go. It was a, it was $30 tickets. And then they don't tell you who's playing. They don't, they give you the address. They just say it's going to be, this one was in Torrance. They just, they just send out that it's in Torrance. This is the area. Must this is the area. Right. Three hours prior to the event, they'll send the address. Mm -hmm. And then we had like 40 fucking people show up. So it's like a backyard gig and they do it in different venues, different homes, different kind of settings. 
And so we had like maybe 40 people that we've never met in our fucking lives, dude. And they didn't know what they're showing up. They for don't either. know what they were showing up. They didn't even know that we were part of the band. We're just could be all of a sudden, oh, mm-hmm. Maria Sanchez to the stage or to go fucking play. And all of a sudden they realize, oh, that's the band. Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're integrated with everybody else. And people were so receptive, dude. It was, it was a good, really good experience. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's, it's good way. I mean, I can't really complain right now. We're, I'm telling you, yeah, Noelia was like, yeah, bro, Stellan has a show today, but um, I want to go buy tickets, but they don't give you any information. <laughs> and it's just get like a, it's like, the, it's like those old raves. She's like, they they, 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 they tell you they're going to send you the information like fucking few hours before the thing. She's like, I don't know. It seems a little shady, bro. And it's yeah. kind of pricey. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the South Central side of it. Yeah. But that's a very LA thing. It right? is an like LA thing. The yeah. whole, like the secret and like a, a lot of like the artists, it's very artistic. It is, dude. It you is. Know. Right away. No, because that's how you discover right bands, man. Like Right away, says the guy doesn't show his but, face. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, very secretive. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> but you know what? For us, it was a good experience because as, as somebody that's performing at an event like that, um, if somebody's paying thirty dollars for a band oh, they've never yeah. seen and they're 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 they want to go through the whole experience, this is a music fucking fan. Right. These are the people that you want to be in front of. Yeah, I don't want to be in front of some fucking dude that doesn't give a shit about this band. It's just fucking heckling from the. He's so, there to buy a beer. He's there well, to buy a beer, pick up or, on some women, or or because he's waiting for the the main event or the, something. His you buddy's know? band. Yeah, his buddy's band. So these people are fucking focused, dude. These people are 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 in the fucking moment. They're they're experiencing mm-hmm. this with you. It's just as weird for them to show up to some fucking random person's backyard. And um, I think they they pre they predetermine if it's a ch- I, I, I mean I, I don't see this happening in fucking South Central way and shit like that. <laughs> I mean let's be honest, but they 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 make it I guess as safe as they can because I'll, you know we're from the fucking hood way. Yeah, I didn't, I'm not gonna tell you that I wasn't looking around like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> or who the fuck? I mean I'm not tell, I'm not telling you that I didn't do that way because that would be you're casing the joint. I was casing the joint. Right? <laughs> it's your training. It's your training. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I mean you know you you you, you I don't know if you noticed but I. Pulled, I backed yeah. in, easy out. Oh, this is like hood shit that you, you just pick up <laughs> for no fucking reason. You do it, but uh, you know this is what we've always done. So these people are that they're music lovers. Way like these people are eclectic looking people. They you can tell that they fucking probably have a hundred records at home, and so they're people that it's they a want good their house way. to be next. Yeah, <laughs> probably way. That's probably what it was. She was probably part of an event, and then she's like, "Oh, I want my house." But you could tell that the dude wasn't really too happy. Her husband, really? yeah, you could tell it was her idea. <laughs> he wasn't on board. Yeah, no, you could tell the guy was just like, "Who the fuck are all these people here?" Because that dude's fucking checking out everything. What the fuck? Seriously, <laughs> seriously, yeah. But it, it was cool. Way. Yeah, I had a good experience. I mean, we're we're definitely we're definitely in a good fucking little little run right now way so i'm just trying to stay present and enjoy it way because sometimes you know you you you're focused too much on the end goal and mm-hmm. then these little victories you, you don't really appreciate them right? ah, there you go you see that's you know? see that's why i listen to the back <laughs> back back to the circle bro yeah. we talked about that earlier bro no bro everything's no, the same really. thing everything no. goes back to that honestly i felt like i missed a lot of special moments growing up because i i was I was too focused on whatever, doing well or whatever, that it's just a blur, you know, and and living life on purpose and living life in the moment and just being conscious that this might never happen again. That's that's a that's a good way to just enjoy it for what it is. You know? That's hard to I know it's so hard. hard, bro. But yeah. Yeah. no, I, I honestly like I really 
enjoy just watching you just make music it's, it's fucking amazing because cool man yeah i know you showed up to a few shows before i think um his I, shoes uh, his shoes showed up my shoe did shoes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's great dude i mean it's it got to the point where it's just uh, you, i understand music in a way where i know that i have not it's like we were talking about earlier like you really don't have any control like you say these are your songs that you made but it's it's really disingenuous to really think that these are your songs. I think I think you can project them into it, but to take credit for it, it's something that I struggle with. Dude. Legality reasons, you got to say that you wrote the song for not yeah. to sound like a fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. I didn't write this. What the fuck? You you talk to the dead or what? So just to not you know seem kind of strange, you say I wrote this, but really you can't say that. This yeah. just, just comes, dude. And and once you understand that more, like I had a fear growing up, like man, what if I get to my 30s and I can't write another song? Like, what if I run out of songs? What if, whatever. So all these fucking things, you know, you would you would cloud your fucking thoughts with. And so you weren't experiencing, like Fernando said, I went to the gym, but but that was one brick, dude. Like you're building yeah. something bigger. And as I got older, I really appreciate that. Even to the point where like this week, dude, I bought the most expensive guitar I've ever bought. Oh, shit. I, I say, you know what? life i mean i work hard like people fucking we have uh people that we know that are losing loved ones like people yeah. lose loved ones all the time mm-hmm. and i told myself dude why not why not because i have this memory as a kid dude when i was in high school um when it was senior ditch day most of our peers were fucking going to kickbacks trying to mac or scam with girls <laughs> and fucking try to lose their virginity. So Ramon, you know, <laughs> yeah, most, most of our peers were like Ramon, but this fucking nerd right here with his equally nerdy fucking group were like, you know what? Let's go to Guitar Center Hollywood. So senior ditch day, we got a fucking bus from from Linwood and we went to guitar. And a transfer? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember really, but probably. Yeah, little we, paper? So think of fucking four dorky Chicano fucking high schoolers with a bunch of acne showing up to Guitar Center one Hollywood. One with the skateboard, one with the guitar. <laughs> one with the accordion. One with the accordion. And so I remember, I clearly remember this as a memory, dude, walking into the showroom. Uh, you know, we grew up in a one-bedroom apartment, humble beginnings. I mean, I've never, I never was hungry. I never was wet because of the rain. I, ne- I had what I needed, right? But I remember clearly the feeling of looking up into the walls and being like, two thousand guitar, two thousand dollars. What the fuck? When, did, when am I gonna have two thousand yeah. dollars to fucking play this thing? When, how the fuck would I get $2,000? I mean, it sounds like an absurd question, but... It sounds like an unreachable amount, no? But to a kid coming from yeah. like where we come from and where, where a lot of people listening come from, to look up, to know that my mom would mm-hmm. barely fucking have five bucks to buy a fucking an avocado because the tacos taste better or whatever, you know? And to see a $2,000 guitar and you're like, how the fuck am I ever going to afford that? Like, mm-hmm. how the fuck am I... And this is what I remember. It's clearly that I mean, I get goosebumps. I clearly think like, how the fuck am I ever going to afford this guitar? And for years, it was just like, Meh. and then if I if I wasn't present and, and if I, you know, didn't do the work that I have, this moment of buying the most expensive guitar I've ever bought, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. It would just be another instrument. But to know that inside this adult male that's 40 years old, that kid that looked up to that fucking wall and was like, how the fuck? That kid is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything that I'm doing as an adult is to prove to that kid that you could and you are going to do it. So 
that guitar was like, it was a moment where it's, this is one of the pivotal moments in my music career where it's like, this is something like, this is a, this is, this is a check off the fucking yeah. box, dude, that mm -hmm. as a kid, I had that. How would I ever afford that? And yeah. I'm just in a point in, in my music career where it's just, I, I'm just really enjoying it, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I know, I know that. I, could, I mean, I almost died in a fucking car accident last year, dude. Yeah. I saw I yeah. saw you. I saw this dude at Lucille's, <laughs> yeah, literally a few days after yeah. or yeah. a week after. I was so fucking my weeds all fucking hurting. And my girl was like, let's just go somewhere. And I was like, let's go to Lucille's. I want some ribs because yeah. <laughs> my ribs hurt. <laughs> my ribs hurt because they're always on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. But so so coming out of Lucille's, I fucking I run into this dude and his wife. And I was like, oh, shit. You go, oh, I know those shoes. <laughs> Is that Jerky? This dude had just done the podcast to fill in. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. That, literally that day, yeah. I see him. I, that's another that's, one of those, like, I think about a friend. And, I told you. Yeah, see, that's something. He made it happen. That's something. Yeah. No, it to me all the time. But that's just weird that that happened dude like how the fuck do mm -hmm. I run into this dude literally from recording we never really because he manifested it he manifested it see <laughs> told you yeah. and, but, and oh. so that that accident and then fucking a car fire a few yeah. months after and it's just everything in life dude it yeah. just kind of made me yeah. appreciate like dude you just gotta enjoy it man Plus and, even and, and listen I think you know like the things that happened when it starts snowballing like that a lot of people would just give up and then they would just you know resign to say oh fuck it the world's against me or life well, is against me. they focus on, on that. Just yeah. Like, and a lot of people just can't, you know, they, 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 they start being angry at life. And I'm glad that didn't happen to you. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to say that it wasn't hard. Cause I know when, when I was talking to you, I was like, man, this thing's bringing up a bunch of like childhood traumas because I've had a lot of traumas as a child because of alcohol, alcoholism mm -hmm. in the family. And now a fucking drunk driver almost fucking took me out. So it was, it kind of triggered a lot of emotions from childhood where I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Alcoholism again is fucking up my life. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, 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 don't let that shit. No, no, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to fucking process and say this fucking sucks, but it's not okay to stay in that state. And, and the funny thing about it, not so funny, but the thing about it is that Maria, the, the, the singer that I'm working with right now and the band that we're in, um, that literally, that accident where that dude hit me literally happened the day after we met her. She came to do our photo shoot wow. that Saturday at Chicano Shofo. And that's the first time that I had met her. I was corresponding with her through text and figuring out, yeah, okay, this is what I can do. Okay. Kind of um, sizing it up a little bit because she had just gotten her master's from uh, USC or UCLA, one of those big schools. And so I'm like, I don't really want to spend my time with somebody that's an academic like that because to me, I wanted something that was more of like, uh, uh, like I wanted somebody that was a musician. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you when you do with somebody that that has a master's at UCLA, I, I was in my head. I'm like, are they really in it, or is just something that they want to? But I didn't know at the time that Maria. I mean, she's she's smart. It's one of those lessons that you can learn a lot from people that are younger than me. Mm -hmm. And so she took care of the 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 plan B. She got her master's. I mean, she's fucking yeah. set. Now is let's fucking grind. Right. So when I realized that this is the person I was dealing with, she took care of her plan B. Now let's fucking grind. And if this doesn't work out, I got this. And and so we were corresponding for two weeks, dude. And then somehow she's a photographer. She takes pictures. She she does she likes to take pictures of bands. And then we needed, we were announcing the Magrito fucking uh, relationship. And we needed a photographer. 
this guy can take pictures, but we're like, oh, this guy's going to be in it. So I'm like, hey, dude, we got a uh, through Oscar from My Grito. He's like, well, Maria can do it. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm talking to her about. So literally she comes, takes pictures, shoot the shit. We hit it off. She's cool as fuck. I'm like, yeah, I want to work with her. And then that was this was Saturday, literally the next day. Bam, dude. So I'm like, I knew when it happened, like, okay, this is. This is a test right here. Mm. This is, you got an opportunity to, to be involved with like some of the best musicians that you're ever going to play with to the, at, at this moment from, from the past till now. And so there, there has to be an obstacle. It can't be that easy. And I think that that accident was part of it because it literally happened the next day. So that's kind of what kept me going. It's like, wait, if you fucking get through this, like you're fucking, this is, it, you know what it felt like, Jerky? It felt like. It felt like the last boss, like when you're playing uh, a game. Yeah, and it felt like you know the last boss is yeah. always, oh shit! Like this right. this incident felt like I was I was going through the last boss, and I was like, if I get through this, I'm fucking gonna be on the other side. Not that the problems are gonna go away. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just about checking off yeah. the 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 checkbox. Yeah, that's well, never gonna be completed. No. I, I have awareness that yeah, whatever my goals in life are. They're not all going to be checked uh, before my time is due, but that's not that's not enough reason to not have me work towards that. You know, I'm going to fucking try, dude. You know, I'm going to try right. because I don't want to be in my deathbed, dude, at fucking whatever age. And if I'm lucky enough to be in a deathbed, you know, like that's right. even like luck to to die with your family around you. That's a fucking privilege, dude. I can't say like in my deathbed like that's that sounds very like. Who knows? You could right. fucking your deathbed could be in the pavement. Right. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna be lucky enough to die with family and friends around me, but I don't wanna be fucking I don't wanna wake up the day that I finally not uh, I finally transition thinking I should have. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have I don't wanna do that, dude. I don't wanna have regrets like that. So it's just been in that grind where, you know, focus, dude. Just fucking Go for it. Enjoy the process. It might not work out, but that's not the point. Well, to me, you seem like you you're always in a sense of like self-actualization. You're always looking at yourself and and seeing this is is this what I want? Is this what I want? And that's important. And that's what kind of gets you to the point of like, you know, if I'm not on the right course, I'm gonna do a course correction. I'm gonna be able to do what I want at, at, at on my terms. And I think that's that's like you know you you seem like you're you're you don't think you're on the path you're just still trying to figure it out but i think you you figure something else that that works for you well i mean it's it's just a reality of things that is a, i don't know where i'm going but i know how to get there right it's basically what i tell myself right i mean but it's always i'm always wanting to learn mm -hmm. like even something as simple as this coffee i asked you yesterday dude i'm gonna stop at starbucks you want coffee oh no i don't drink coffee that's like wait i gotta ask this dude because am i missing something no it's just that that part of life where it's like I want to always be a student. Like I don't want to, I don't want to get to the point in my life where like I know everything. No, like what? What am I missing? What? Why shouldn't I drink coffee? It's like that's how my oh, brain. No. Yeah, that's how my brain thinks. Like I always want to, like learn and adjust, you know. But but also have the balance to understand that it's still important to be present, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the struggle is, is to not really focus too much on the future, but just realize that you are exactly where you need to be at the time where you need, like this Absolutely. conversation that we have, mm -hmm. Ramon calling off or, or doing what he has to do, 
this has to this conversation had to happen like everything lines up for this conversation and if you don't acknowledge that then you're you're missing you're missing uh like people wonder if there's a life before death i think the strongest question is 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 there a life before death because a lot of people don't live a life before death it's just they exist Mm -hmm. and i don't want to have regrets dude so that's that's pretty much kind of what motivates me and kind of pushes me forward yeah well i mean i i don't see i don't see myself as having any regrets yet you know like everything that i've wanted to do so far i've kind of done and i haven't done any i haven't done everything what what i'm saying is i set out as a very young age to help people and i feel like i've done that you know i've been able to uh, to help start organizations that that help people, like that's the main purpose. You know, whether it be scholastically, whether it be uh, with food for the homeless, it's it's always with with helping people in mind. You know, um, when we were young, we were helping kids read because that was important to us. I don't know if you remember, but when we're when we're young, we're, we're self conscious about reading. We think we don't know how to read, and a lot of the times, it's just the, the confidence to to be able to just say like, no, I know how to read. I, I can read in front of a class. And a lot of kids, they get stuck in that mentality. So, you know, all anything that I, I've ever done was always with helping people, uh, helping people. Be of service. Yeah, right? be of service. Even with baseball, you know. I have friends, you Can know. It's me no, I know. <laughs> but no, but even with baseball, like I think I have friends that um, that are depressed that are having a hard time that, you know, that they're, they're working people, but at the same time, they're having a lot of troubles and, and, you know, and there's a few, a few of them. And, but they, the, the way that they reach out to me is through baseball. Like, Hey man, you want to go practice? It, it could be on a Wednesday on a fucking 10 in the morning. I'm like, fuck it. I got work. I'm working like, fuck it. Let's go. And that's their therapy. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm it's a process that I'm a part of to help them, you know, whether it is to just kind of like go out there and but they also like they air out all the, the little things that are bothering them and stuff. And I think I, I'm consci- conscious of the fact that they need somebody to talk to sometimes. And I tell that to my wife, like, look, I'm not wasting my time. I'm helping somebody. And that's, that's what I felt is my purpose in life is to help in any way that I can. Dude, I mean that's great, dude. I mean it's um it's it's definitely to be of service. I mean it's it's um it's something that a lot of people don't understand because it's I definitely feel like there should be a balance in that as well because mm-hmm. I feel like being of service and being a people pleaser is definitely it's that that line that it easily can go one or the mm-hmm. other. So I feel like if somebody's listening and they're like, yeah, I want to do that too, I think they should they should be careful that there's a difference between helping somebody while neglecting yourself right and and there's a difference with helping somebody when you already like it's kind of like the the shit everybody says the the the, the fucking gary v or everybody says this <laughs> when you're on an airplane they tell you to put your mask mm-hmm. on first i mean there's a reason why you know it's really important to work on yourself i feel like because if, if you go out and help other i'm not saying you do this but mm-hmm. i'm saying if you go out and help other people by not doing the work in yourself you're only doing it to fill that void mm-hmm. i feel like the 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 first person that you should help is yourself because then you could be of service mm-hmm. 
because you're not doing it. You're actually doing it out of love. You're not doing it out of filling that void that I want people to say I'm a nice person. I want people to see my name right. on the on the GoFundMe that I gave them 200 bucks. I want people to see that. Uh, take a picture of me giving this homeless person. Mm-hmm. I, I would argue that that's, that's, that's not helping. I mean, you're helping that person, mm-hmm. I guess, but I would still argue that that's not... That's not really helping anybody. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah, and that's what I tell my wife is like, make sure that you you are okay first. You can't help somebody if you if you need help. So, but you know, like that's that's just that's our life. You know, like we're that's we like being of service to people. How does one help themselves without feeling selfish for helping themselves first? Because I think a lot of people feel selfish. Like when we're, we're I think we're we live in a society where we're told that if you think about yourself, you need to think about others. How, how does one do that, dude? I mean, I, I know how I did it, but I mean, if somebody's listening to this, how does one like um, work on themselves without feeling selfish? I don't know. Uh, I don't think you should feel selfish. I think like like uh, like I said earlier, you can't expect people to to do things for you. Like you can't expect people to help you be happy. That's that's all within you. So you need to take care of yourself. Like that's not selfish. You know, like even if you're in a family and and you're the weakest link and they expect you to, you know, to to be to help, you know, part, you know, like whatever. Pull uh, your weight around. Pull your weight around. Yeah. But if you're not there yet, I think they should be a family enough or 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 or, or conscientious enough to know that you're working on yourself. And, and as long as it you you don't use that as an excuse or a crutch, you know, you should be allowed to to strengthen yourself first before you're you're able to participate in, in helping people. I mean, dude, I don't know a better way to end this than on that, dude. No, yeah, cuando quieran, güey. That's yeah. a good. Yeah, we've broken the seal. Wey. That's a good way to. <laughs> that's a good way to end this episode, dude. And dude, we really appreciate you coming by, yeah, man. No. I mean, this was a great conversation. Um, we're gonna have to talk to Ramon's management to see if we can uh, do that swap and uh, <laughs> make him a fella no, and no, bring no. Jericho over. No, here. there's no way, man. It would be the Chicano Shuffle without I Ramon. Don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I really like this conversation, dude. I feel like a new person. Right away. <laughs> but um, for those for those of people listening to that that uh, don't know what Ask the Fellas is, where can they find you? Where can they listen to? Where can they reach out and or give them all your information, dude? Well, on every platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everything. We're on all, all the platforms. Um, we have about 230 some episodes, so it'll take you a while to go through them if you've never listened to Ask the Fellas. And also on on our Instagram, Ask the Fellas. Uh, we used to put up a lot of memes and kind of <laughs> stopped doing that shit. <laughs> we ran out of time, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's still you know to participate and kind of just you know give us a shout out or something um you can find us on instagram nice dude what you got where you look like you're what fucking got, ready to go mimi's I need I need a coffee already. Ah uh, shit, Jerk, you said we shouldn't drink coffee. Bro. I didn't so, say that. What? I didn't so say I'm that. Bo- <laughs> I'm a boycott Stasa and everything. No, no, I didn't I say that. I, I'm taking back this contract we just offered. Charles, <laughs> Charles. Oh, we appreciate everybody listening. Hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. I know the star was in here, but hopefully you guys take something out of this, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, don't forget to support the sponsors, eh? Manscaped, House of Chingazos. Quiero un cafecito, listaza. There you go, listaza. También son. Ahí está todo, güey. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Órale. What about our long ass in- outro, bro? Uh, <laughs> fuck that. This is a different format. What about all the shout outs? This is, this is a new episode, bro. <laughs>
Al rato os botaré.